podcast where we talk all things art, culture, and entertainment. Specifically, pop culture, and entertainment. I'm your host, Will the Greatest. With me today, I have my regular co-host, Aaron. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm good. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Bro. Can we take that back, bro? I feel like you speed running through the intro. I did I speed run through the intro. You hella, bro. You like mumbling speed running. You gotta like actually say it. I did say it. Want <laughs> to say it again? You want to say it's slow mo? So they can hear it. Say this logo. Bro, Welcome you listen to that back to and see how you sound. Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Ace Podcast where we talk all things art, culture, and entertainment, but more specifically pop culture entertainment. There. Beautiful. They've heard it twice. <laughs> You're keeping it in? I'm keeping it in. I change it. <laughs> I make the rules in this motherfucker. <laughs> I said when it start, it start. When it start, it starts. <laughs> <laughs> want to move shit? I want to move shit. Right. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's Aaron here. Bill O'Reilly shit. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. Do it live. Do it live. Damn it. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, you good, bro. Uh, yeah. What's up? Good to be back. Uh, happy we here after our uh, our con, our blurred con experience post SDCC. Uh, yep. We've both been through some things, some shit since the last time we talked. Uh, man, how you doing? How you doing today? Um, I'm doing okay. It's been a very active week. Um, God, it's a lot has happened. Um, we went to blurred. Got COVID at Blurred. I found out I wasn't the only one that um got COVID either. <laughs> Our uh, my soap homies unfortunately got the ick a little bit, but you know they, no. yeah, they made a full recovery. Cause I ran into them today. Uh, I went to let's see got COVID, recovered from COVID. Went to a wedding. Um, drank and ate way too much. Covered from that, and back to a full week of work. Uh. And then uh, went to GalaxyCon uh, yesterday and today, but and that's a whole separate story. Is how I got that. I paid for one ticket and went two days, so life is funny that way. Um, you know, met, uh, uh, got a picture with Kevin Smith, um, got a selfie with uh, Justin Cook, the voice of Yusuke Urameshi from Yu Haka Show. Uh, my bank account is in pain and my wallet is in shambles. Um, but uh, I also finally got the Civil War T'Challa to match his Funko Pop. Hey! Um, not going to say how much I spent hey. on that, because it makes me sad. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, it was it was overall uh, fun. I actually ran, uh, and I told you earlier, um, So, but they don't know, it's like our, our friend Cole, I, I ran into him yesterday and uh, today, you know, we caught up a little bit, um, as well as a couple other, like, personal friends of mine just wound up being out till four in the morning! With that is an extremely long story that I am not going to tell on this show because that gets into my personal life. We will kind of dig into that. Shit. <laughs> um, no, otherwise I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, the upcoming week is still gonna be busy. Got I gotta work. I gotta go to the dentist, and I gotta get my hair done. So it's still a busy ass week coming up, but I mean it's all pretty good things, which is you know. Uh, good. I mean, how, how have you been hanging since our, our excursion and our uh, episodes? Uh, I've also been good. You know, I've seen a couple movies or a movie and a half since the last time we saw each other. Uh, and, mo- <laughs> and most of my, my days off have of the past two weeks, the past four, 
uh, days I've had off from work have been dedicated to uh, the process of uh, detangling and then doing my hair. Mood. So I haven't had like a lot of first sometimes. I've been watching a lot of movies though. I will say that I've been watching a lot of movies, uh, watching Jordan Peele's movies with my sisters and whatnot. A little family bonding time. Uh, saw Nope uh, since the last time we saw each other, and I, I saw a third of the Super Pets movie, uh, but not <laughs> in the order that you might think. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's mainly been me. I'm about to go to Catalina Island over here on the West Coast for Ooh. my friend's birthday in a couple of days. And yeah, just looking forward to that. Living some island life for a little bit, and uh, to talk about some some nerdy shit and some uh, some some black conceptual shit on today's episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta, boy. Okay. Um, so we have to go over San Diego Comic-Con. I'm hoping we will be efficient with this because we also want to talk about Nope. Um, All right, we got a lot to get through. Yeah, but God help us. Okay, uh, I want to uh, start <laughs> with the Marvel stuff first because that will frankly take longer. Um, oh, first, first off, before we get into like the SDCC stuff with them um, and then we'll get into talking about animation and then the actual big news. Um. So did did you uh, we we talked briefly before uh, you know during the pre-show and everything about how uh there have been complaints from former and current VFX members uh that work or have been contracted with Marvel so apparently it's come out that uh, their crunch is really bad um there have been a serious amount of complaints. A lot of people have been saying, like, even if you dream to work at Marvel, don't do it. Just because of, like... I think they're also non-union. So that makes me unsettled. Um, so just a lot of complaints about, like, the expectations, the lifestyle. Apparently, that's why She-Hulk looked bad, which we, we knew that, but, like, the depth of which we didn't, like... No, no, no. But, it's like, she looked so bad because they kept going back and forth with, like... Uh, between the artist and Marvel, because they kept trying to make her smaller, which everybody wants her to be bigger. She's a fucking Hulk. They're trying to make her smaller? What? Yeah, they kept trying to make her smaller, so they would have to go and make basically last-minute edits. So that's why in that first trailer, she looked so bad, because they were still working on her. And then, you know, as much as I'm excited for these new projects, my kind of critique is that I kind of want them to space it out. It's like, d- dude, we will wait. Right, like we will. No, we're not running on fumes here. It's not the last bastion of the MCU. It's like it's it's okay to space it out, especially when we get into talking about like uh, the saga shit, like the difference in the length of these things. It's like I am praying and hoping that a lot of these products get uh, delays. Let these things cook a little bit longer because there's a stark difference between how Multiverse of Madness looks. And how Thor Love and Thunder looked. It came out two months apart. Two months apart. Yeah. And uh, Multiverse of Madness looked good for the most part. Yeah. Some of it, <laughs> some of it looked like it was a uh, Spy Kids 3D, but a lot of it looks kind of good. Yeah, the majority of it looks pretty good. Like there's a, there's a couple, like the opening sequence, I'm like, that looks a little sound stagey. Um, yeah. But like, like them traveling through the multiverse looked great. All the stuff on eight three eight looked pretty damn good. Um, you know, so they clearly were all their cinematic attention went to is Black Panther. 
<laughs> in Wakanda well, forever. We'll, we'll get that shit looks incredible. We'll, we'll get to that, <laughs> but yes, I, I agree. Oh, that oh, that's something I need to send you actually. Um, Green Crush did a breakdown. Apparently, they released the uh, the uh, on multi, uh, the Multiverse of Madness. I mean, the DVD is out, but I think on Disney Plus you can watch the one. So it has a director's commentary. So a couple of things that people had complaints about are actually in the movie, but it's like subtle. Uh-huh. Um, like one of the things I didn't hear about this. So one of the things is like, um, I, I have to send you the video because it goes into a lot of things. Like, okay, these are actually some issues that apparently are there. there. There's also a lot of callbacks and things that I missed. Like, I was wondering where Sam Raimi's car was in the movie. Apparently, it was there uh, in a sequence. One of the for- the fork from Army of Darkness was there during the Pizza Papa sequence. Uh, that scene. Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, which I'm like, that's a deep cut. There, so Stan paid a lot more attention in certain parts of this movie, but um, like when Strange talks to Wanda first in that field, and then she takes away the you know the hex and everything or the the overcast, you actually see that if you look, her fingers are already blackened from the dark hold, which was the exact same thing that happened to uh, Agatha, and she used the dark hold in WandaVision. Oh, so when the scene starts, our fingertips are black? Fingertips were already black. Like, I know they were deep black by the end of the movie, but they were already dark at the tips when she when you see the oh. book floating there. So the whole thing about her being corrupted, um, not only is it directly there in the text of the movie, it's I f- completely forgot that Agatha's like fingers were black as shit through like the last two episodes of WandaVision because the book corrupted her. Uh, I'm like... Oh yeah. Like, all right, Sam, I got to give you that one. Cause that was something that I was having to make up reasons for, but that's right there in the movie and you can see it. No, I mean, I understood that she had been corrupted for a while. I would have liked to seen how she got there. I think that was my whole thing. And and I know people were talking about like, and I mean, Chathone's name was said, but um, I'm just like, well, the, the, not even implications, just like the, the direct showing like her fingertips get darker, the, the worse it gets. And it starts out dark. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Um, it it is a subtle way to do it. It's like shit. Maybe I have to pay more attention in these Marvel movies. <laughs> um. And yeah, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, no, about, I noticed it. Do, do you have any thoughts? Any about thoughts about what the the VFX shit? Um, just like those those um, complaints I, that we've been seeing. I do think it's unfair that they they do have to put these these people these artists under such constrained circumstances given the amount of projects marvel studios running at one time and i kind of agree with your sentiment of i wish they would slow things down one to give us the feeling of marvel being special again like it being an event mm-hmm. but you can't allow something you can't really miss something if it never goes away right. you know if there's, if there's never really time in between those things and that's really been like you know marvel studios hit a real peak with with audience engagement with Endgame, and ever since that, like, oh, you like us, huh? Then, like, we're gonna release five shows and <laughs> right and four movies every year. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a lot of love. That's a lot of love, Marvel. Thank you. But uh, they're showing a lot of the audience a lot of love, but it's some half baked love because they're not giving the VFX artists the love and time that they need. So, yeah, I I understand, and like, and and sure, are they getting paid a lot to do this? Of course they are. But if you're working I, so I often, know, I, you have I, to sleep on the floor. You're not even really getting to enjoy what you're making. I mean, it might be getting underpaid like too. 
Because you know VFX artists. Oh, is that part of it? VFX artists don't get like the most respect. Um, I'm looking at this Vulture article from five days ago. Uh, I'm just kind of skimming through real quick while we while we talk as well. Because oh yeah. Um, oh, correct me if I'm wrong. Now we speak on my ass. But, uh, <laughs> so okay. Um, Get work. The houses bid on a project. They're all trying to come and ride under one another's bid. With Marvel, the bids will typically come in quite a bit under, and Marvel is happy with that relationship because it saves it money. Happens. What ends up happening is that all Marvel projects tend to be understaffed. I would usually have a team of 10 VFX artists on a non-Marvel movie. On one Marvel movie, I got two, including myself. So every person is doing more work than they, uh, than they need to. The other thing with Marvel is it's famous for asking for lots of changes throughout the process. So you've already overworked, but then Marvel's asking for regular changes, way in excess of what any other client does. And some of those changes are really major. Maybe a month or two before a movie comes out, Marvel will have us change the entire third Ooh. act. Um, where is it? It is really Ooh. tight turnaround time. So yeah, it's just not a great situation all around. One visual effects house okay. cannot finish the number of shots and reshoots Marvel was asking for in time, so Marvel had to give my studio the work. Ever since, the house has effectively been blacklisted from getting Marvel work. Holy shit. Damn. Um, That's fucked up. Yep. Damn, Marvel is like the worst kind of customer. Yeah. and It's <laughs> the one that works in, in, in uh, the service industry. If you have that motherfucker that's always asking for like, oh, can I get this? Can I get this? I know you did this, but like, I, like I kind of want this thing. Oh, that remind you I'm a member. I'm like, oh my god, you are the fucking worst, and you don't even realize it. But I understand why they got to be the worst. But damn, I'm just like, I love the, I like, I really like the products you're making, but the way you're condoning yourself. I'm not fucking with it. And, and part of the problem is exactly what you said in the article. It says uh, part of the problem comes from the MCU itself. Just the sheer number of movies it has. It sets dates and it's very inflexible on those dates. Yet it's willing to do reshoots and big changes very close to the dates without shifting them up or down. It is not a new dynamic, which I don't like that. Just move it. Ooh. It, will... it really made me think about something dark that we don't like to think about. It's the fact There's that a lot of dark shit. who's who's. Who's putting these who's putting these dates in place, right? I imagine Kevin Feige has a huge say in that. I, I imagine Kevin has the Bob final J. say, yeah. But I'm sure there's like I'm sure there's like a board committee at Marvel. Um yeah. like And there's there's a lot of fuckery with uh, who owns Disney with this guy named Bob Chapek, and he hasn't been really popular ever since yeah, Bob Iger. Yeah, since uh, Iger stepped down, Chapek has not been getting like an easy deal, especially with all the shit that happened in Florida. I mean Bro, Disney's niece hates him. Like she's yeah, a that's true. She, I mean, she hasn't fucked with the company in a while. Doesn't she give most of her money to charity, anyways? Does she? I don't know. I just saw the shit about her niece, and I was like, "Damn!" Yeah. Even Disney themselves don't fuck with them. The, that's crazy. The main problem is most of Marvel's directors aren't familiar with working with visual effects. True, but a lot of them just did little indies at Sundance and have never worked with like huge, big budget visual effects. Which, for us as viewers and for creativity, that's good. However, there is a big gap. Yeah, so they don't know how to visualize something that's not Ooh. there yet. That's not on set with them. So Marvel often starts asking for what we call, quote unquote, final renders. As we're working through a movie, we'll send work in progress images that are not pretty, but show where we're at. Marvel often asks for them to be delivered at a much higher quality very early on. And that takes a lot of time, obviously, because you have render time. You have the time to make it. It's a lot of shit work. Um, 
Marvel does that because its directors don't know how to look at the rough images early on and make judgment calls. But that is the way the industry has to work. You can't show something super pretty when the basics are still being fleshed out. True. Yeah, this makes a lot of sense. Uh, the other issue is mm-hmm. post-production. We don't have a director of photography involved. God damn it. Why? So they're coming up with the shots a lot of time. It caused a lot of incongruity. A good example of what happens in these scenarios is the battle scene at the end of Black Panther. Fuck. Physics are completely off. Suddenly the characters are jumping around, doing all these crazy moves like action figures in space. Suddenly the camera is doing these motions that haven't happened in the rest of the movie. It all looks a bit cartoony. It's broken the visual language of the film. That's that's a good point. So, At least they, they know it. So Shit. Things need to change on two ends of the spectrum. Marvel needs to train its directors on working with visual effects and have a better vision out of the gate. Studio needs to hold its director's feet to the fire more to commit to what they want. The other thing is unionization unionization there's a growing movement to do that because it would help make sure that the vfx houses can't take bids without having to consider what the impact would be because a lot of the time it's like you have to work on a marvel show and you'll work on that for cheaper just because it's cool and you know there's like another paragraph yeah. after that but no that basically surmises the issue and uh no i agree just be patient makes me think about feige's relationship with the with them you know like i'm how much because they know that they have so many projects what's his what's his place his role in all of this like your work like like the, what's that one thing for like one meme like from uh breaking bad he's like you're done when i say we're done yeah. <laughs> i like, damn feige i I, I want them to take more time like i'm here's the thing i'm excited for all the upcoming projects that we'll get to soon enough um, you know, I'm interested. I'm always going to be a Marvel fan, but it's like it's contrary to popular belief. Nerds do not have the attention span of a fly. We can wait. We are doing it now for Spider Verse so that we don't have this exact problem. For all the shit that we talk about, Sony, I'll give them this. Animation is doing very good work. Like Mitchell's versus the Machines was great. To the Spider Verse was great. You know, if Across the Spider-Verse and Beyond are any indications, those have the potential to be fantastic movies. But you know what happened? We got a delay. And you know what happened? Nobody got pissed. Because we know how good the first one was. It's like Marvel, trust your fans. Black Panther got delayed for a myriad of reasons. But it's just like, give, give it some time. Or Black Panther 2 is what I mean. Um, just give, give it, let it breathe breathe a little bit it will be okay the world will not disappear because we didn't get three seven marvel projects in a year it's okay you can we'll be fine you can pace it out a little bit and i think we'll appreciate it more uh by proxy and that that's like one of the complaints about the shows themselves ironically is that they try to do too much too quick and it's a lot like I don't mind dedicating the time to keep up, but I think about like casual fans and, you know, people that are like only really watch the movies and shit like that, where they don't have access to Disney plus. So it's like, what do they do? Give it, give it time to cook and it'll be great. You know, it's getting a lot of good stuff and I'm hoping we, we keep getting good stuff, but it's like, you don't, it's okay. You can, you know, if we got one Marvel movie in a year, like you would have you would have to put a lot more attention to it 
by proxy, you know. It's like I we know they're not gonna stop because right. they they got the next three years planned. They're going full steam ahead with all this shit. Right. And we'll yeah, we'll get we'll get into that when we get into like the, the live action stuff. But it's like, but I'm okay with because right now we're like Seven to ten projects a year. I'm fine cutting that down to two shows and two movies. Yeah, no, that'd be great. Um, I'd prefer that. You have, a, you have a summer blockbuster. Like you have a show in the spring, a blockbuster in the summer, show in the fall, and a movie in the late fall, early winter. I think it's a dangerous thing to a degree where Marvel Studios has like. I feel like they don't they're not as concerned with trying to to appeal not to appeal for to everyone but like trying to build newer audiences granted with inter- individual projects but the sheer volume of them it's like you're either in at this point or you're not cuz exactly they ex- exactly there's no like, in between how like like right i think it's funny because I feel like but the thing is, I feel like they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. Yeah. Because if you listen to Kevin Feige talk, he'll be like he'll say, or he has said since Comic Con, some of the things will connect to the multiverse saga. Other things will be smaller stories. And something, something he said, which nobody's been talking about, was the fact that he's like, yeah, we'll have our street level characters like Daredevil do his thing, and now Spider Man's going to be street level. And da 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 da. I'm like, wait, 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 take that back. <laughs> Feige, take that back right quick. Did you just did you just confirm he's not gonna have shit to do with the Avengers now? He's gonna be doing his own thing on the streets. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Please, more of that. Are you in? Uh, are you out? You're the one who's out, right. Robbie. Out of your mind. <laughs> but I guess I'm I'm saying that they they've kind of they're trying to have these individual projects like Moon Knight, like like Loki. Which they're like they're in the MCU, but they don't really have a lot to do with the MCU, right? Inner workings, which is fine because it it works for them. No, I'm not a huge Loki fan, but like visually, that's a well off show. No, yeah, I think it's a it's one of my favorites, but yeah, no, visually, it's it's one of the stronger ones for sure. Yeah, which I mean, so you know, that that's going to be important. They're trying to, yeah, and I think the more that they try to expand like this it's like they're expanding because they have a they feel like they have a loyal audience but if you've seen the the, the viewership of miss marvel they're starting to lose that audience as a racist like, but also because you might be because they're racist and sexist and they're like look oh i'm just tired of seeing kids in high school i'm like bitch you just watched spider-man and you just watched stranger things right what it's the like it's like dog about? shut the fuck up <laughs> but, yeah but yeah no, right but, but burnout is also definitely a factor yeah yeah, which granted, I'm not burning the fuck out because I'm I still watch everything Marvel Studios put out. I'm in this bitch. I can't. Wheel falls off, but nonetheless, some people aren't right. built like that. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of people have not been as excited since um since uh, Endgame came out, and I've seen a lot of this discourse about like the MCU's falling off. The MCU's falling off. They're not as good as they used to be. I'm like, think it's only been two years. Like, right. god damn. But then again, they're putting out a lot more content, which makes it feel like that, because with the amount of content they put out within these two years would fill the space of of three phases or two phases. I agree. Um, Well, let's begin the process. So let's start with the animated shows Uh, once I can find them. So, oh, boy, oh, boy. 
to start or where to begin? Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Where to begin? So I, I scroll. I think I scrolled past it. Um, I was thinking what the first one was that we got announced. Oh yeah, minor side note while I look for it. Did you see the uh, real life Infinity Stones that they made that are worth twenty five million dollars? Yeah, just to, just to flex on broke niggas. Oh, send me that. Oh yeah, I'll send it to you. Wait, wait, wait let me see. Um, okay, so I think that so the first one is a. Uh, I think we got our first snippet of Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, and uh, it, it looks fun. You know, I I saw some of the behind the scenes. It's definitely aimed at a at a demographic. You know, clearly younger than us, but it looks like they're actually putting a little oomph behind it and a little bit of money, which, okay, that makes me kind of actually want to check it out. Mm. Yeah, no, I've seen it. I saw the trailer. I saw the, the first look thing that they put a while ago, and I was like, yeah, I really dig this. I would, I definitely want to check it out. It looks, it's, it's almost like, it has, I love the flavor and I love the style to it. It's like, almost yeah. like a, it, we haven't had something like this in a while, which is like it's a uh, like it kind of reminds me of the Proud Family in a weird way. The the art direction you has know? a lot of like personalized flair, but the show also seems like very very black. Yeah, it's very very black, but it's not. It's like it's it, it's it feels like something that would be like on the Disney Channel, but yeah. also but while also remaining its black authenticity. Wait, is it is it which on is like Disney? Is it going to Disney Plus? I thought it was going to Disney Channel. Is it? I could be wrong. I didn't know that. I could very much be wrong. Uh, yeah, I have no clue, but I know that it it reminded me of a show that like kids of all races could like, but while still maintaining it, its blackness to it. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I fuck with this heavy. I mean, the, I love to, the cast is. I can't wait to watch this. The cast is strong too. It's like Allison Brie, Andy Cohen, Jennifer Hudson. Um, oh, something white is the one that's voicing Lunella. I'm forgetting her name. I follow her. She's like a she's a good singer. I like the music looks good, the style looks good. So I'm I'm actually intrigued in this one. Yeah, um, oh, definitely. I'm looking at this Infinity Stone. God damn, yeah. twenty five million. Who's gonna buy this? Somebody rich and bougie. Stupid. Um, Somebody's rich and bougie as fuck. Okay, so it's gonna be so a, just flaunt that they have it. It's gonna be on Disney Channel and Disney Plus. Okay, yeah, it feels like it gave me that vibe. It gave me that feeling. Ooh, what the hell? That was loud. Um, so we got that. That looks good. Uh, we got the trailer for I Am Groot. Um, I am indifferent because I don't particularly care for baby Groot. But it's like, you know, cute. it is rare for cute things to get me. So, I mean, how, how do you? It's, I think it's still, I think it's funny. They're still trying to capitalize on the shit that was big in 2017. <laughs> when everybody gave a fuck about baby Groot. Right. I'm like, you know, this shit's like, it's like, bro, now, it's right? all about Grogu now. Right, he's a new kid in town. I would love if they did like a little crossover with them on that show. I actually just to fuck people up. I actually wouldn't mind that. Um, I wouldn't mind that at all. Because like, I actually, I, I, I don't, like I don't mind Grogu. Um, for all intents and purposes, like, well, he he has a little personality, and he might choke a bitch out. So <laughs> that's true. With his little, uh, with his little hands, yeah. close them eyes right quick. Right, might not be have access to your 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 neck muscles. <laughs> see them little, your lungs. See them little fingers curl up. Bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, we have Marvel's What If Season 2, which we already knew was greenlit. That's coming early 2023. 
Um, we already got confirmed mm-hmm. for a season three. Uh, let's see if I can pull up any additional details about that. Yada, yada, da, 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 da. Um, let's see. So apparently in the previews, we got a handful of here. Da, da, da. Captain Carter, Steve Rogers is Iron Man, Black Widow. Or Ragnarok's Hela, Young Star-Lord and Ego, Scarlet Witch, Mandarin. If you also showed Thanos fighting Captain America from Infinity War. I'm part of the preview. Oh, interesting. Okay, so it looks like they're going to do a 1602 reference. Or maybe an episode, maybe. Cool. Um, cool. Follow... Brian Andrews and writer AC Bradley were on stage to talk about the new season. They also point out that the Captain Carter from What If is not the same Captain Carter from Multiverse of Madness, which... I figured that was obvious, but thank no you for doubt. saying that. Right. Right. No doubt. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, good, good for pointing that out for some people. But I mean, hey, you know, um, that's <laughs> kind of the primary news that we have on that. So, you know, it'll be early next year. Um, uh, okay. So um, I'll watch it. I liked what if I, I, I enjoyed it. it it's. It had its strong points and it had its weak points, but I actually got a, a Star Lord T'Challa today, a loose one. But uh, hey, so, you know. cool. Um, yeah. So I'm optimistic. I, I'm hoping that it. I wish it would do what Star Wars Visions does, though, and like change up the art style. Um, the cell shading isn't bad, but I wish it wasn't like that for every episode. I w- but I wish they would take more of a Visions approach where you have different studios because, like, you have the money. I was like, might as well. Might as well. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah. Might as well. Uh, Come on. Next up from that, Spider-Man freshman year will be on Disney Plus in 2024. Billy Cocker's Daredevil return. We got a bunch of uh, behind-the-scenes images of, like, what that roster. And um, I'll say this much. I like the... Uh, I'm of two minds about this. Um, Again, another fucking show where Spider-Man's in high school. We just can't escape that shit, apparently. It's, it's just the what we are doomed and resigned to, Spidey being in high school. However. Well, there is a silver lining, but can proceed. Yeah, there, I will say this much. At the least, stylistically, it looks cool. And it also it seems does. very, oh, very cool. different than the other one. The other time they've tried it with, like, Ultimate Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man. Those seemed a lot more... Traditional in terms of like not traditional. I won't say that because like Ultimate Spider-Man sort of tried to expand by having him interact with like other heroes and then Marvel Spider-Man, which as far as I can tell, nobody liked um for a myriad of reasons. It's like it tried to like expand his roster and give him a little bit of a spider family, but they both just didn't land. Um and so they, they also kind of retconned it too, because this was originally supposed to be in the MCU. And then they just made that absolutely impossible. Um, but yeah, Charlie Cox is voicing this version of Daredevil. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is going to return. Oh, that's for Echo. Um, we did get pictures of like, oh, the second season's already greenlit. And yes, it's called Sophomore Year. Which, the only thing I can think of is this is essentially a variant show. Because like we got Doc Ock, Shocker. Norman Osborn, who's black with the waves. Yes. Yeah. That was the best part. <laughs> Finally. The drip God is here. 
stunt on you in his green suit his green in his green suit black shirt and black and green tie i'm like only a black man could pull this off yes (laughs) i told you it was terrence howard (laughs) Uh, what what are your thoughts about a freshman year uh so to address your first point about him being in high school again did you also hear the news that they're an already announced season two and it's going to be called sophomore year i just said that oh well then i <laughs> so uh i was i was there i was i was with you uh so after that i'm assuming it's just gonna proceed and just uh of go through college go through life you know if the show's popular then we'll we'll get that evolution that you, we've been craving for mm-hmm. maybe maybe he'll be a substitute teacher who knows maybe he'll i hope the daily bugle shows up i, I wonder if this is going to tie into uh incursions in any capacity incursions yeah. oh my i'm not sure i don't think they would do that because you know like, yeah the moment i was they showed his high school friends lineups i'm like uh where's ned <laughs> where's ned at? uh away from this universe where he belongs <laughs> get his own di- get a different yeah, let him get his own damn rogues gallery which uh, i mean i i like the the background character they're gonna use and seeming like i can only assume they're gonna use the voice actor who uh did spidey from what if which is fine i mean he sounded just like tom so did a good job he did i would not be mad at that that would be really cool mm-hmm. uh i think that this show needs to separate itself and i hope it's more more spectacular Spider-Man than it is Ultimate Spider-Man. Yes, I fully like, agree. Um, let, let's fully, really take his his personal life seriously, and let's let's show his cast of characters actually be a cast of characters that are having their own storylines going on while his shit's going. Yeah, on. like um, and the guy who's show running it, uh, he seems really familiar. I think it's uh, I think it's a black dude. He, see, he seems really excited, enthusiastic. So I'm I'm optimistic for this one. I think they're trying to be intentional, especially with them deciding to bring back Charlie Cox as the voice of Daredevil. It's like that's interesting for a show that isn't canon to our Spider-Man. Right, like yeah, he's become Daredevil in in these on these other facets as well. He's like he's starting to become what um <laughs> what Matthew Dillard is to Shaggy. Right. Like he'll play this man in anything. Which I'm not mad at. I'm like, yeah, let him be Daredevil. He deserves yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He put his time in. Yeah, I mean I I love Charlie Cox's Daredevil, so it's like I, I have no complaints about it at all. Like no qualms on my end. But um let's see, what else we got? What else we got? Uh we got X Men '97 to premiere on Disney Plus in fall of 2023. Um, that's another interesting one. Uh, the series will bring back Rogue, Beast, Wolverine, and others, picking up where the original animated series left off. So maybe I'll have to go back and actually watch it. But uh, what's interesting is the new leader of the X Men is actually Magneto. Yeah, fascinating. Because I'm like, I mean, I've seen the 90 show here and there when I was a kid, right. I was like, is Charles Xavier still alive? I don't remember. I'm like, shit, did he die? No, neither. Um, and we're also getting cable Bishop forge morph morph is coming back. That motherfucker died uh, in the first episode. <laughs> it's one thing I, I specifically remember morph died in the first episode, morph nightcrawler and sunspot. 
the okay did you feel like the new characters looked a little different from the old characters design wise yeah i mean it's you're trying to capture an aesthetic with a with a pre-existing character it's probably going to feel a little out of place like freshman year has the benefit of all of these being essentially soft reboots but this one all the old the old designs are pretty much the same you have those right the spot the on. new ones that are there are probably going to look a little out of place just because they're because they're new um, and it's been you know almost 30 years so um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely gonna rewatch the old one. Yeah, slowly. I'll, I'll have to sit down because I, I people are gonna hate me about this. As a kid, um, I didn't really like it, <laughs> and because I, rem- I don't, I don't blame you. Because I remember the the-, the theme song would kick in and I'd change the channel. <laughs> I think I, I didn't like the theme song. I think it, wow. I think the the synthesizer was too aggressive and it turned me off because you know like, I'm like all right yeah we go you have no nostalgic love for that song that is hilarious um, I like it now <laughs> like as an adult I'm like oh that's neat it's cool but I mean okay so full disclosure my X Men team that I grew up with is the team from X Men Evolution with Goth Rogue oh and bro. everybody is in high school. <laughs> You know, you know, it was my X Men show. Wolverine the X-Men? And the X Men. That was my fucking show. That, that, it's not a bad show. <laughs> so it's like there, you know, aside from Pride of the X Men, there haven't really been any like bad X Men shows. Like you know, a lot of people. Pride of the X Men. Which one was that? Uh, it was a pilot that that premiered either before, I think, before uh, X Men '97, and it was not good. Uh, Wolverine was Australian. Oh, what the yeah, hell? It was, it was very bad. Uh, and then we got X-Men 97 out of it, um, which, you know, one of these days I'll go back and, like, watch. Because I, I went back and watched Ev- Evolution a few years back and, like, actually sat there and finished. I'm like, this show's not that bad. It's actually pretty solid. There's a little bit more credit. Same thing with Wolverine the X-Men. Like, plus, I like their art styles, too. That That's one thing I'll say, at least across the board with the X-Men shows. The art styles that they pick are pretty solid. You said the art styles they pick are very solid. Yeah, whoever does the art direction on the X Men shows, I, I've never really had any complaints. Like if I look at, you know, no, no, they've all been hits. Even with all the differences, like if you look at Wolverine between '97 Evolution and uh, you know, the the EMH Wolverine verse, you know it's him, and I have no issues with it. He looks different a little bit in each incarnation, but they're like stand out all on their own, and they're still like they're true enough to the comics. But different enough that it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I think um, I remember uh, Earth's Mighty's Heroes distinctly made him short, which made me happy in comparison yeah. to the other heroes. I was like, good. I think in, good. Evo- I think in Evolution, he's like hunched a lot when he walked. Like, man, I'm gonna. I remember him because it was a. I'm, I'm, but I remember uh, which one? Oh, Wolverine and the X Men. His was stupid tall. <laughs> you remember he, that he was like the he was tallest, lean the tallest he was like yeah, he was lean and tall. he was lean and tall i'm like okay. yeah yeah because he had he All had right. the same build in a uh, uh, hulk versus wolverine did he no he i remember i did thought he? he was short in that one was he maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm misremembering it i could be misremembering it but, um but yeah so apparently the original series showrunners eric and julia lawald are going to be consultants on the new series um i know it does have a new showrunner i 
I think I follow him and didn't even know. I'm like, motherfucker, you're working on X-Men? Why didn't you say anything? I was like confused across my timeline. Um, his name is, uh, last <laughs> name is Chase, but yeah. Um, apparently the original show ended on a cliffhanger where Charles Xavier was gravely injured and had to be rescued by uh, Empress Lalandra. Is that the same? Wasn't that the villain in X-Men Dark Phoenix? I think so. Wasn't it Lalandra with, uh, and... What's their name? The... It was uh, Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Yeah. The Shi'ar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot I remember about that movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Princess... L- yeah. That was... um. I'm pretty sure. Maybe. That was that girl. Who's that girl? <laughs> La la landra, la 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 landra. Um, okay. But uh yeah, I'll I'll watch the, the ninety seven reboot. I guess I'll I guess now I have an excuse to go back and watch the original, but I have till twenty twenty three to do it, so it's gonna be fall the next year, I got plenty of time. I can start next year and watch an episode a day and still have plenty of time. This is true. Um, this is very true. Then I, I think we got more. yes, uh Marvel Zombies. Ooh, I do have a Sorry, go ahead. Okay. It's a quick, all right, quick answer on this one. Uh, since we are eventually going to get the X-Men in the MCU, do you feel like the Kevin Feige and the MCU will finally give Wolverine his mask? Yes. I feel like he has to. Yeah. <laughs> I think they got to find a way to do it, though, cause without and, and still take him seriously as badass because i feel like the other movies didn't want to do it because of just the nature of what his mask looks like but man fuck it if they can do batman right for all these years they can do fucking one of the most frustrating things is watching the end of apocalypse and seeing them all have almost comic accurate suits and then do you never see them again right you know what made me mad that when they showed the wolverine suit in the the suitcase in the wolverine bitch put it on put it on you raggedy motherfucker just put just <laughs> ah damn it like just one time Hugh just put it like, on that was that was <laughs> see how it feels Fox's biggest misfires is they would take one step I even step they take an inch in the right direction and then stumble backwards down a flight of steps <laughs> somehow except for when they had Logan that's the one that's mm. the one yeah. like hard W that we all agree. It was like, no, objectively, it was a great movie. Um, yeah, first class and, and Logan are there. They're two hits. Yeah, yeah, those are the two where it's like, all right, yeah, they had this one. And even first class got a couple like minor stumbles, but for the most part, it's good. Yeah, no, Logan fires an awesome. Yeah, but like Logan, Logan didn't miss. I, I didn't I, I don't know if there's anything for us to critique with Logan. Um but uh, yeah, so the last I think of the animated news is Marvel Zombies will be on Disney Plus. It will also, I believe, be the first Marvel MA product. Um, so Ooh. so the some of the undeads that we already have is Captain America, Scarlet Witch, Hawkeye, Ghost, Abomination, Captain Marvel, and Okoye. Apparently, it will have all the quote gore and splatter you want from a zombie show. And it is in the same universe as the cliffhanger ending from uh, from What If, I think, or a similar one. Um, we have our hero roster. It consists of Yelena, 
uh, Kate Bishop, Red Guardian, Jimmy Woo, Death Dealer, Shang-Chi, uh, Kam- and Kamala Khan. And uh, so all of phase four. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knew in Everybody phase knew, four yes. protagonists. Uh, and Icarus will apparently be half zombie, half eternal, flying, whatever. Interesting. I don't know how he can become a zombie, given he's, he's not, not human. I guess he's technically, guess the, he's not human, but guess, you don't have to be human to be, to it, be a zombie. Because didn't Thor get because it? If it's, a, if it's a virus, you know. Wait, did Thor get it? Did Thor become a zombie? I don't think we saw him. I don't, I don't think he was on Earth at the I, time. I, I can't. What if he pops up? I mean, we saw the implication of yeah. like Thanos with the gauntlet, and he was a zombie. Yeah, no, we saw that. Well, yeah, so it doesn't necessarily have to be human, but I feel like he's more of an organic robot, so it doesn't make sense for him to be a zombie. Right. So we'll see. But, um, yeah. I'm, we'll see. I'm definitely interested in this one, so it's going to have the same art style as What If, and this is coming out. Uh, did we get a date? Yeah, it looks cool. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I'm trying to see if we got a date for it. I don't think we did. I don't think we got a date for that one yet. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested, especially with them going MA. I'm like, well, what is that going to encompass on a Disney show that is mature? Like, is it is it just the blood and splatter? Because it's not. It's not going to be like the boys. I know that. I, like we saw a man of explode out of someone's penis. That will forever traumatize me. Um. But like, what is what does Disney MA look like? I imagine zombie decapitations. Yeah, you know, and some blood. But I don't think they're going to go too crazy. I feel like if if that rating was a spectrum, they're going to be on the lighter side of that that spectrum. So, all right, are you ready for the main course? I already got my fork and knife ready. Let's talk about the multiverse saga. Um. I believe this is going to be it. No, no, it is not in order. Son of a bitch. You wait a minute. Oh, it's not in order. Disney, you goofy wackadoo piece of shit. Okay. All right. Take it back to the kitchen. Try our best. Um, so first, <laughs> first things first, it's coming up. We have she Hulk attorney at law, which got a new trailer, uh, comes out August 17th. And, um, I mean, I'm intrigued. I'm rooting for she Hulk to be well. It looks like they're, uh, alluding to doing the fourth wall breaks. Uh, we did get a visual of Daredevil in the brown and yellow suit, sort of. Um, but it looks... I hope they keep the comedic tone. My biggest concern for this is that they're going to try and force a villain where it doesn't really need to be one as much. Like, it's a comedy. You know, it doesn't have to be like... Like, the if if... If the villain is like, oh, because the fight sequences are simple. Like, the villain is Titania. You know? Who is, yeah, like, strong right. woman. Um, so, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I want them to be comfortable to not have it be, like, a traditional antagonist. And, and yeah. not always have it be, like, don't get me wrong. I love choreographed fight scenes which Marvel does not have a lot of. So it's like, it doesn't have to end in a fight. You can like, she's a lawyer. Let her end fights with words. That's literally her job. <laughs> I rest my case. 
<laughs> it's like, damn, you got me there. <laughs> Let me ponder that real quick. Yeah, so like you you talked me into victory. But um I mean how 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 are you <laughs> feeling about uh, She Hulk and the new trailer we got? I really liked it personally. I thought the the VFX looked a lot better. Uh, I'm liking the Marvel embracing the fact that there there are mutants and and enhanced people within this world and having a show revolving around that. Mm-hmm. I like that that she is going to be defending the abomination. Like, ooh, that's an interesting little little twist right. that you got there. That's a clever way to kind of bring him back, right? And yeah, I'm I'm excited to to see this lighter side of the MCU and seeing her kind of come into that. How she comes into that. Uh, what role will she play in the future of Marvel, or and how how far will Marvel take their first attempt at breaking the fourth wall? Like seriously, like they kind of did in Multiverse of Madness, but like this character is legitimately going to be talking to the audience. So I wonder how they're going to walk that line with that. And yeah, I'm excited to see how Daredevil plays into it because they tease us with that new suit, and I'm like, come on, Marvel, you can't just do you can't just show a man a new suit and not expect him to get excited. Oh. Ridiculous. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Well, we got a couple weeks left before this comes out. Uh, yeah, man, it's, I haven't been this hyped for a show since. I don't know. I was looking forward to Miss Marvel. I was looking forward to Moon Knight, but I was excited. I think I was excited for Loki. I think that's when. It, so, you know, the last the last MCU show revolving with a character and Green to their retire in some capacity. That was the last show I was looking forward to. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So, so this one is going to open the first door for like a longer conversation. Uh, we got our first trailer. Oh, I guess as we can do this too, we can figure out what was fact or cap. So I think there are like four things off that list that weren't true. Yeah. Um, yeah. I went back and listened to our, our pod. I talked. Yeah. About yeah. That. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll go back and like gander at that. But, uh, we got our, Official teaser trailer uh, for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, November eleventh, twenty twenty-two. I man, really miss my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Oof. the first time I watched Oof. it, I was I was more so in awe, just like how fucking beautiful it looked. Um, this is the cinematographer for Loki, so this is not. Uh, Ryan Coogler's traditional collaborator, um, apparently due to due to scheduling issues, so he has a different cinematographer for this. But the movie, tra- like it looks fucking gorgeous, and so and, you know, there's four yeah. years between this and the first Black Panther, so I'm like, you had and this that was the last movie that Coogler did, like wrote. I mean, he produced like Space Jam and shit, but this is the last one he wrote. So he had time to kind of all over this, even with the passing, he still had a good like year because he, you know, had died mid pandemic and everything, didn't he? So yeah, August yeah. of 2020. So, and then they, and, uh, produ- and, you know, the production issues and everything, but I mean, it looks great. Tena Cuerta, uh, as Namor, I mean, he looks spot on. Um, yeah, he looks good. I mean, you know, Nakia, gorgeous, stunning. Um, Michaela Cole is uh, Anika. Uh, I think she's wearing the, uh, what are they called? Fuck. Uh, 
No, the something angels. Um, damn it. So, so do you know the thing about uh the the character that um that uh Michaela Cole is playing the Midnight Angels? No, I think that's the outfit. Sure. The Midnight Angels. So, so the no, so the, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, so saying. the Midnight Angels uh were they they're a strike force, um from the or Malaja. However, the specific character of uh, Anika um was actually a it was a whole like side plot during the Tanahisi coach run. But um I think it was actually the plot of World of Wakanda. But Anika and Ao were lovers who ran away from Wakanda and took the Midnight Angel armor with them. Oh. Yeah. So Ao, wait, who who's that one? Who's that? Um is that the is that the Dormalogic that was in um Winter, yes. in Falcon Winter yes. Soldier? Oh yeah. that, interesting. that was move or you will be moved. Oh, so they were in a relationship in the yeah. comics. Fascinating. Yeah, it, and that's recent. So I'm wondering, I'm kinda hoping they do adapt it. Um but it's alarm's going off. Um it's like I am hoping that they kind of uh, adapt that bit. It doesn't have to be like a core plot, but like the armor that she's wearing, it doesn't look like the River Tribe armor. Those were the that was the blue uh, tribe. That, um, Wakabi was part of, I believe. Um, that looks more so like the the Midnight Angels armor, which is like blue, uh, in in like color and vibrant, and it's really cool. They have really cool like masks and shit. Um, really dope. So like we got that. Um. You know, it opens up with the funeral for uh, T'Challa. And I guess, you know, in this, we can also talk about the whole recasting T'Challa thing, too, that, that you had mentioned. Um, no, it's like, it looks stunning. We see uh, Ironheart. Everybody's acting their ass off from the little snippets that we get. Um, I'm... But we also... What I think is interesting, the trailer is balanced, too, because we, we get as much of the nation formerly known as Atlantis um, and, and Wakanda. So we kind of get a lot of perspective of where Wakanda is at and what's going on with Namor. And we also see like Namora and uh, or that big blue fucker was too. Um, but um, Atuma? Atuma, yeah. And then like it all, it all culminates with um, the mystery of who is the Black Panther at the end and going off the build my guess is Shuri based off the body type however I'm still holding out hope that like maybe they'll surprise us and have more than one because like I think I'm not saying she's inexperienced but in terms of fighting prowess the people that would be most ideal would probably be like Okoye and Nakia. Yeah. Like that, no, I, I can get that to you. That would make the most sense. I think yeah, wasn't um wasn't Shuri on the battlefield in Endgame at the end? He was. She was she was part of it. So it's not I'm not saying she doesn't know how to fight, but she's more of a this version of Shuri is a lot more uh well no both of them, but this this version of Shuri is a lot more tech oriented. So like she builds Tony Stark shit. She will build a weapon. 
but she's not one you're going to really see in a fist fight. Well, okay, to play devil's advocate to the argument of her being Black Panther, I think, you know, if we if you look at the trailer, she had they'll there's like the um what's it called? You know how she has like the the Panther Sonic things? Yeah. She looks like it looks like those that kind of design is on the ends of the gauntlets or the the gloves of the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah they're of shaped the like a panther yeah, yeah yeah so I think that if she were to be Black Panther that she would infuse a lot more tech elements to make up for her lack of fighting skill I I'm not devil's advocate I agree with you. <laughs> I don't think that she would be a bad Black Panther if she were to be the one. No, no, I, I don't think she'd be bad. There's, there's two factors. I think in canon, I feel like they'd want somebody who can probably have that more physical attribute if you're supposed to be like the... Not saying that you can't be tech-based, but I mean, in the comics, like, you know, T'Challa died and Shuri stepped up, but Shuri was, like, much older air and much more trained physically too like she was still a physical threat and and i think i don't think it's something they would do lightly but that's why i'm also very on board with multiple black panthers that have different roles oh i have a i have no evidence to back this up but i have a a theory Mm -hmm. uh i feel like we're gonna see the death i don't know if they're going to show the death but i feel like obviously the funeral of the child is happening in the trailer but then i think after that there's going to be a time jump and i I think maybe in that time jump if they do end up doing that that's when shuri would train and become more built because if you look at leticia right in the trailer she her shoulders are she looked like she's been putting on some weight like putting on some muscle yeah and and apparently in the rewrites they did more to like add more to Shuri. So I mean, I'm. If they do a time if they if they have it be like he asked for for whatever reason, and then there's a time jump, which would actually lend more credence to a lot of like why Wakanda would kind of be in the state that it is, probably some state of civil unrest after revealing themselves to the world to the world. Um, no, that 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 actually make a lot of sense. Then. I mean, it's a it's an easy thing to write away. It's not hard. You know, it's yeah. like I'm. It's like I'm no. not going to be like. It's the I, the only thing that would upset me is if like she's like one shotting Namor, with just like her hand. Yeah. It's like she's never been shown to be like a. She's a she's a tech person. Like she she was holding her own decently, and like fighting Killmonger and all that shit. But at the same time, it's like, like if if we get to this movie and she socks Namor in the face and there's like no time jump, no nothing. And he's just like, Oh no, I've been defeated. I'd be like, that's weird. Just because that's like inconsistent character wise. Right. I think it would be sick if, if uh, they do a combination of what her ability was in black Panther and an end game with what T'Challa's ability was with like the connect, the connect energy suit. But Instead of it creating like a big blast, so she like, could shoot out of her hand. She can redirect it. Yeah, she can redirect it wherever she wants. I would, and that would make sense because she designed the suit. And so, yeah. see, and I, I like that. That would make sense because it's like, oh, I to make up for her lack of yeah, skill. and because and now she can fire it from like whatever part of the body she wants. She just has to focus. Um, yeah, and then I can see her like using it to like blast herself off the ground. Yeah. 
and then using like 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 not using it all at once but like segmenting that ability so like using some to launch yourself shooting some in the air coming down using one in a punch like yes and that would make sense to to kind of make up make up the difference for some of the experience she may lack in terms of like physical capabilities you know she may not be as much of a physical threat but it's like mentally um you know she makes up for it with how she uses her technology smart that's what tony stark did essentially mm-hmm. which like he what he what he might have lacked in physical strength he made up for in being smart and that's how we got that whole fight sequence in civil war which i like you know this is like steve yeah, Steve has great. a lot of like raw strength, but Tony is a smart guy. It's not he doesn't know anything. Same thing with her. It's not like she doesn't know anything. She could probably hold her own if need be, but you know, it's not like like she's not the one going for uh the well, maybe, maybe, but probably not her first thought is, hey, let me go to the trial and try and fight Mbaku. All right. Like I, <laughs> I, I think she's she rubs me as a type that has greater passions and desires than being uh the regent and ruler yeah and even so even if she she did have to fight in baku i feel like she would outsmart exactly and like use her sides against exactly that's the thing that you really would have to highlight with uh her and and honestly everyone in the cast which like thank god black panther had such a strong supporting cast um you know i i hate the fact that we're in this position where the movie is essentially dependent on them. But on the bright side, it is a really strong cast. Arguably the strongest one in the MCU. Like talent wise. Yeah. Um like Angela yeah, Bassett, dude. fantastic. Right. Peter Nyongo, fantastic. Uh Denai Guerrera, great. Winston Duke, great. Um, like honestly, the, the weakest link. A.B. Shuri, and she's still good. She's still damn good. But, like, there's no yeah. there's no really talk- weak links in this. Honestly. No. No. So, my experience of watching the trailer, uh, I was at work while San Diego Comic Con was happening, and I saw it as it dropped online. So, and I immediately, uh, I'm a front desk agent, I left the, the front desk and went to the bathroom to watch it in a stall. And son, that shit had me fucked up. <laughs> the first time I watched that trailer, that shit had me fucked up because just the music. And to be fair, I don't think I wasn't too familiar with the Bob Marley version of No Woman, No Cry. But immediately I was like, is that fucking Thames? You, Do they got Thames opening this trailer? It was Thames. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's No Woman, No Cry. Off the bat. I've listened to. <laughs> right, we're going to have it for the. For, uh, the opposite things but i think that yeah it's just seeing that seeing the tone of it seeing the visuals of it and just hearing how relevant that was to the the overall heaviness and the loss felt within the trailer uh over t'challa and chadwick boseman and the fact that he died for real just made it hit harder so i was getting swelled up with with uh her vocals and the and the lyrics and knowing what the movie was about and then halfway through that trailer Motherfucking Angela Bassett is with the. I, you, you saw what you saw what Kiki Palmer said about destroyed the lips. me. Yes, I you totally ain't did. Ain't I was, ain't <laughs> my family is gone. <laughs> my family is gone. It's like oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I 
have I not given you everything? I'm like, it's all in the lips. <laughs> she said that shit with her gums. That was crazy. <laughs> she said that shit with her lips. With three Ps. That shit was, yeah. So, I say I have to say, I've watched it multiple times. And, and I will say, like, the first five or six times, I would still get, like, little, like, misty-eyed. I, I felt um, it on my second watch. Because like, I was more so enamored with the first watch. And then the second one, I'm like... This motherfucker's really gone. <laughs> like we, it's, like yeah. I was, I was driving uh, today to the to the convention center. I was thinking about that shit. It's like you know, fucking no woman, no cry was in my um my goddamn head. And I'm like, it's it's surreal to think about because it's like I don't know. He just seemed like a bomb ass dude, and I hate the fact that we that we lost him not only the way we did, but the time we did. It's just like, God damn. It's like, we're going to be at the theater, which you already know. Do you know about the attire, right? Oh, we're in all white to the movie? We're in white to the movie. (laughs) I didn't know that, but but after I watched that trailer, I'm like, that's most definitely what I'm fucking doing. The fact that your spirit knew. (laughs) As I asked, you didn't even get the memo and you just knew. Bro, I knew it intellectually. I got the I got the ancestors the, uh, said the, the, the mental link. Right. The ancestral. The ancestral plane. <laughs> the ancestral plane. But yeah, I had no idea that was trending, and I was like, that's exactly how I'm going with the whole squad, but we're in all white to this yeah. movie to pay respects. Oh man. Bro, could you imagine just like the mix of like how everyone showed out in Black Panther with like their their African gear, but now they're going with like with their African gear and an all white. That's gonna son, be crazy. Son, I, I mean, and that I, I, I'm thinking about trying to do a Panther for the premiere. Like watching the trailer really makes Ooh. me want to do it because I'm like, fuck. It's... Ooh, imagine imagine a fucking white and gold Panther outfit. That shit would be That'd clean be as insane. Hell. I'm, I'm probably gonna go for a black and gold, but a white and gold would be woo. You wouldn't be able to tell me shit, boy. Right, <laughs> bro. You just sitting. Imagine sitting on the throne with a motherfucking white and gold panther suit, with the cow just sitting there on the side, the side armrest, with your hand on top right. of it, with your gold claws out. That's just I'm insane. About like, can't tell you this, shit. This might be Marvel's best looking movie. People, people were really trying to say shit. Uh, when Eternals dropped, they're like, "Whoa, it looks so real and natural." I'm like, "Yeah." And this one looks good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was. It's funny as we were sitting here watching it, I went back and watched the Eternals teaser, and then played this teaser, the Wakanda one. And yeah, dude, the the other one, like, it looks like cinematic, yeah. but it also looks very gray and dull. And this one yeah. looks cinematic, but has life to it. Yes, it has color to it. Every every scene in the trailer, I'm like, it's just it pops because it's like it's yeah which i i'm curious about if it's gonna be stylistic in any degree like you know that new movie bullet train that's coming out definitely how like stylistic that is in terms of the editing and the lighting and stuff i'm curious what that'll be for this because like even with that sequence of um i guess it was like those military people capturing what i can only assume are wakandans and then the atlanteans like on the ship that one is like right like but in specific places um which 
I mean, that, oh, that, it, oh. it, so it's it's something that really came to mind when uh, watching Insecure. Um, not every cinematographer and not every director knows how to work with like black skin, and this one is just great. Mm-hmm. The whole shit. Um, but then again, it's the cinematographer from Loki, which, all things considered, even though I have my reservations about the show, I can't say it looked bad. It looks great. The whole, the whole shit. Like, Loki is a great yeah, visual. It's like, you know, from the, the TVA to that one, to all the planets they went to. It's like, I can't say it doesn't look good. It looks very good. It's very well, like, lit. Lighting can do a lot of shit, and people highly underestimate it. Mm-hmm. And I love that one shot when the when the Koye and the Dormelage are coming out of the darkness and they're like, yeah, just like the way their skin looks and like the, the color of their, uh, their uniforms. I'm like, that is a beautiful fucking shot. That's so vibrant. Um, and then all oh, that one shot of baby Namor being born out of the water. Okay. So, and I think I said it to you. Um, is it bad? That I never made love. Um, is it bad that I like, the way the water sequences look in this movie better than Avatar. Bro, I don't blame you. Like, because this, this is real love and real spirit. Not to say Avatar does. I, I think it's the same thing. You know, is it's different watching real people like in the shits versus watching some some blue. Well, well, but I think that's the thing is like we were talking about earlier. Uh, yes, Avatar looks incredibly real, and what they've done with the visual effects is like insane. Uh. But this one, like, it tries to get a response out of you, you know, in terms of how they yeah. handle the coloring and lighting. Like, Avatar looks real. This one, like, feels like you're supposed to be a part of it. So far, from the trailers. Mm-hmm. You know, make you... No, I definitely have that feeling, too. It, yeah, it gave me, it got me emotional, you know. It, it invokes feeling, you know, from the slow-mo scenes to... The, the shots of the characters' faces, who, granted, they're both sequels, they're both number two movies, but they were, I feel like this one's really trying to highlight the characters, mm-hmm. and that gets you more invested, where the other one was trying to highlight the spectacle of it all, and like, wow, look how pretty our visual effects are, and they're trying to get you emotionally, like, attached to what was happening on right. screen, so, yeah, for that reason alone, I'm already more excited for Black Panther 2. And, and it... I'm both excited and like dreading it, <laughs> dreading how sad it's going to make me, but also excited to see how these other characters whom I I care about, because it's crazy. I, when I come to think about it, watching other Marvel movies, like I'm either lukewarm or just like, oh, they're cool watching the supporting cast that aren't the lead characters. But in this one, I was like, I fuck with this entire yeah, no, cast. But, like, Black Panther's an ensemble piece. You know, because like, I actually got, um, one of the posters I got today is like that, you remember that old promo poster where it was like the whole cast of Black Panthers? It was like, um, you know, Killmonger, T'Challa, Wakabi, Shuri, Ramonda, all, which, that's another thing. To, to, the, to the strength of this cast, I still remember their names. Like, their characters' names. Like, mm-hmm. um, Killmonger's name, Njadaka, his father, Njobu, you know, um, fucking, oh shit, what was the, what was the uncle's name? Forrest Whitaker played. It's gonna come to me. Oh, no, was Wakabi the uncle? Or was Wakabi, um, boy from No? I think that was Dan Kalua. Yeah, Dan Kalua was Wakabi. He was with Okoye, you know, 
I don't remember his name. Um, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. I've, to be to be honest, I think I Black Panther is one of those movies for me. Like, there's certain movies, Marvel movies, I'll watch like more consistently than others. But I feel like Black Panther for me has to be like special to watch. Like, I I, I put the, I put that on and watch it like a few years apart from one another yeah. because I want to like cherish that experience of watching. Yeah, I mean my. My experiences watching that was just like very. Mem- I mean, granted, like I, I waited. Um, I was going to DC that because it was Valentine's Day weekend. I do remember that. Yeah. Um, so I was going up to see my my girlfriend at the time, and so it's like I, she she didn't particularly care for the premiere, but she was confused by how much this like meant uh, to. A lot of people here that are like dressed up. What you what? It's like what for? I'm like it's f- for what this means. You know, it's like to to see someone that looks like you and is just like like T'Challa in the comics is very much a mixed bag. Um, and I'm not saying that I don't like his character, but in terms of writing, he can he can be an asshole. To be frank, <laughs> you know. He, he's very smart he's right. very capable um he's very lived he's extremely he's kind of op there's a reason he was on the ultimates but he can also be kind of a dickhead he annulled his own marriage to storm you know the one that everybody loves um and she hasn't let that shit go they talked about it recently but it's like with t'challa in the movies he's a lot more from from the times that we had him he was a lot more like empathetic, understanding. He listened to a lot of people. Like when Yeah. When he wanted to be the best king. He wanted yeah, to it's like he 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 wanted to be king, but more importantly, he wanted to be a great man. Yeah. 100%. And I think that's why, you know, and Chadwick, you know, was in his literal heart, soul, and all that shit into just like the nuance of it, because I think I think because of how limited his appearance was in civil war, he had to kind of do a little bit more in terms of like, uh, how he did that performance. I still fucking love it to this day. It's my favorite interpretation of it. However, when we got to the solo movie, he still did a lot. Like the way that he, um, would freeze, um, in front of, a like Nakia, he, that's, uh, I, I, I gotta get my like left wing soapbox for a second, but to see a black man, that would listen to other black women and take what they said seriously just through the whole shit. Like, and I can't imagine what that might mean. It's like, Oh, there are men that listen to us and believe us and respect us. It's like, yes, we exist. <laughs> but, um, it's like, yeah, it's like the nigga was truly a King for real. Everybody fuck with him. Even his cousin, when he got his ass beat, he's like, hey, look, bro, we can save you. His first thought was like, oh, shit, let me try to keep him alive. And he said, nah, I'd rather die in your arms tonight, big dog. <laughs> like, yeah, man, there was still a level of respect, even in death. You know, it's like the the, the hatred that Killmonger had wasn't for T'Challa. It was for Wakanda. T'Challa just was kind of a representation of that but it's like but the whole shit like even 
uh, Mbaku had to respect him. He's like, I don't like how you run the country. I don't like, you know, how, what, how you do things. But fair is fair. And you've always been like a good, like even in Infinity War. That's why he worked. It was like, he respected, he loved the country and he respected the king. Everybody liked T'Challa. Nobody, nobody yeah. didn't like T'Challa. <laughs> it's interesting hearing us talking about this because <laughs> when, it, when it comes to talking about kingdoms and, and nobility and ruler of the land, let me think of Thor. Oh. No, 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 not Namor. Namor. I was thinking about Thor. <laughs> the other one with the ore oh, in yeah. his name. <laughs> the, the one in the <laughs> and, sky, not the one in the sea. Right, right. The one with the thunder, not the one right. with the water. Uh, so, he, hearing us talk about just his role of being T'Challa and how much he listened and everything, and then kind of watching Thor's journey in the the trilogy, his first three movies, uh. I feel like in the first two movies, Thor really played the face of what it was like to be charming and noble and do the right thing. And that was his quote unquote arc, even though it was like the fastest arc in America. Cause he went from being like, Oh, like I'm the best. And I father's stupid till yo daddy's dead. Oh, honor is most, most important. I am be the most honorable man yeah, you've ever seen in the nine realms. I'll take it back. And like <laughs> from the, some, from finding out his dad was dead. But I feel like, with T'Challa, he actually, we actually saw that journey. We saw what nobility looked like through his actions and how he interacted with, with his people and how he addressed his enemies and how he addressed the UN. Like, he felt like way more of a king in the way he was written and the way he's performed than Thor ever did in any of those movies. And I think that it's, it's going to be really tough seeing that because uh, he was such a large part of that world, you know, and he had so much to give. And I look forward to seeing how the world recovers from that. But he was just such an such an honorable dude, such a good character. And I feel like he was just just starting right. to like come into his own. Because like when we first saw him in Civil War, he was like governed by revenge. And then man, that scene on the mountaintop where he's like rage just consumed them. It just consumed you. I will not let it consume me any longer. And he like puts his claws God away. Damn, that's such I was a like, war. oh. It's such a fucking good scene. I'm like, ah, That's, I, man, I wish I, I really wish I get to see where this character was going. I do too. And like, like I, I, I was really curious to see how, cause I think he grew. I think his, his arc as far as being a man was basically done by black Panther. But the next thing is like, how does that man stay a King and maintain respect? Yeah. And how does that impact his relationships? That's a really interesting thing that we unfortunately probably like can't get. So now it's like, how do you have a country in not upheaval, but it's like a, a state of just like instability because you have this mass genocide yeah. uh, where half of the Royal, basically the Royal family was taken out. Um, you know, your Kings, both of your Kings have gone back to back. Like it's the country is, and then the borders opened up. Because you had uh, essentially a royal family insurrection occur and had to be stopped internally. So it's just, yeah, just like some real old school <laughs> kind of yeah. shit. <laughs> the, 
the family, the brother, the the for the forbidden family member has now come to take his place to proclaim the throne, causing a minor civil war within the country. He your cousin, oh, like your cousin. Yeah, and us talking about this and like us replaying the images of that movie in my head. So I'm I'm fighting the urge to rewatch it, but I want to save my rewatch for right before I watch Wakanda Forever. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll go back and rewatch because uh, that's again like because I know we had that whole conversation about like rewatching stuff. That's actually one of the few movies I've watched. I think I watched it. I, I guess I've technically watched it three times in theater because I saw it the premiere when I was in DC. I saw it again with um so my best friend uh from from. Uh, element or middle school and everything is a white guy, so he saw it with me and my family <laughs> when they went to see it. So he saw it with us. So that was my second time. Then my third time, I went to a drive-in date, uh, and it was a double feature. So it was Black Panther and Inside Out, which totally could not be any more fucking different. But oh wow, that's a great double feature. Was, though. I mean, Two it was strong. Movies. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. So it's like I and and I'm pretty sure I've watched it at home maybe once. But like it's, oh no! It it's it's, a, it's still a strong movie in in a lot of regards. Um, shit, now I kind of want to rewatch it. Um, right? I got to. I got. I'm rewatch it like either the day of or the day before. Being the the but, new one. But that was a very that was a very special movie for me. Oh, I, I was. I think it's the first movie ever where I got my entire family to go with me from both my sisters to both my parents, to my aunt and my cousin who used to live with us and my grandma to a comic book movie. And it was not only that, it was the celebration of blackness and all sitting together in a movie theater. My parents were cheap as fuck. They don't want to pay for goddamn tickets for an entire family, but we did it though. We went to the studio movie grill, which is a dine-in theater. Oh yeah. And yeah. That was, that was a really special experience and it has, and it never happened before. And it hasn't happened since. <laughs> it might, so, it might for this one though. If we for, get, for Wakanda forever. Maybe like, it will. I mean, that was, um, and I know we're going off of it because there's a, there's another point about this too, that we're going to bring up in a sec, but, um, I mean, I was thinking the other day too, about the weird relationship uh that black people and and, and Africans have um which at, at times can be really cool but it can also be i mean essentially like what what killmonger was is just like the uh abandoned child of of like the motherland um so I was thinking about yeah. how while I love being black I love our people I love our culture I love our creativity and what we do that basically drives world um, in a lot of different ways and what we do to contribute to that. There is still a distance, the lack of connection with that culture that became, um, you know, what we have now. It was like, like in terms of like black American culture. So it's like, it's like, you see a cherry tree, but no one ever tells you where the seeds came from. Mm. So you know where it's at now, yeah. and you like what it produces, but it's like, where did where are the roots from it all? Like, what's the the history of those roots? So it's like I, okay, I mean I've done like the ancestry and shit, so I know like I have an idea, but it's different than being like, oh, I'm from like, because uh, I was doing I was researching the the woman king. 
that also got like I think a new trailer in it. and I'm excited for that movie too. It looks great. Viola Davis. Um, you know, so uh that which and I was looking into like because those were the real Amazons historically. And I was looking into like what these what this tribe was and like, oh, and they spoke like all these different languages and what happened with history and what were they representing? Because um, they were the inspiration for the Dora Milaje. So that's another movie that, you know, I see and support black people. But um, it's directed by Gina Prince by the Wood, who's, you know, black woman. A lot of black woman directors getting high budget movies. Um, but I, as I was looking at it, it, it was hitting me. And like, I think that that's another reason why I think Black Panther and probably conversely Wakanda Forever is like hitting because like, the closest thing we kind of have, we had to make up um, and, and kind of reappropriate as a creation. You know, it's like black people didn't make Black Panther, but we have certainly reclaimed it as our. I mean, same thing with like Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z. He might be green, but he's still a nigga to me. That man is the greatest stepdad of all time right. next to Russell Wilson. <laughs> it's, it's like. It's, oh yeah, it, it means a lot. To like, Piccolo can come to the cookout. Piccolo can't come to the cookout, but it's it, it's like what <laughs> what it means to have something to be able to call your own means a lot, and I, I don't think people realize culturally what that what that means. I think that's why a lot of us kind of like, other than like representation, the strong ass cast, the banger soundtrack, which I can't wait for the the next one that we get, um, especially if Thames is going to be on it. Yeah, we win and we eat. Um, but I think, you know, speaking of music and the music they pick for the, doing um, a mixture of Kendrick Lamar's All Right, as well as uh, Thames doing um, No Woman, No Cry. Um, it, as bad as it sounds, I think there was also a message with the trailer. It just kind of let us as the fans know it's like, we hate. Chad is gone, but it's gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like everything gonna be. Yeah, it's like exactly like just like the lyrics. Like it's like it's it is hard. I think in a way we're still grieving. Um. Yeah. It's like it's like you know, go dry your tears. Everything's gonna be all right. Also, All Right has its own message. So, like, transition between those songs has its own message within it. And I'm like, fuck. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, morning. Can I ask you, do you think think they're releasing this movie in November so they can contend for, to be uh, eligible for, for relevancy for the Oscars? I wouldn't blame them. I mean, it was originally supposed, uh, it got pushed, obviously, but because, you know, because it was originally supposed to drop in June, right? Which would have coincided with, was it? I believe so. Yeah, because the original one came out in, in February. The first one came out in February, uh, which is Black History Month. The second one, I believe, was supposed to drop in June, which is Juneteenth. Right. I don't know what the fuck we have in November. <laughs> Oscar season. Yeah, that's November. I, I I don't know what it. it not, not I'm curious. Like, is it Black Friday? Wait a minute. 
<laughs> Wait, just drop on no, Black it Friday. two weeks before Black Friday. Oh man, <laughs> I was gonna say, wait a minute like, now. Wait a but, minute. But if if that's what it is, <laughs> well, now we gotta see it on Black Friday. Yeah, it's now. like you gotta see it. You gotta see it again we, on Black Friday. We don't Friday. have a lot of holidays. We got Juneteenth, Kwanzaa, MLK Day, and Black History Month. Mm, we got four of them. Yeah. You ever celebrate Kwanzaa? I don't, but I mean, I don't blame people that do. I've never celebrated Kwanzaa, except with the Proud family in that one episode. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And Kwanzaa's in December, so we. Uh, I I don't know why they picked November. I guess that was just the time that they needed. But I mean, God bless them. No, go for it. I guess we can say Black Friday. <laughs> That's funny as shit. Now that I think about it, it is. Yeah, Black Friday. it will be Black Friday because it's going to drop on a weekend, so it's going to be Black Friday for real. No. November November now has two Black Fridays in it. Dead ass. <laughs> make make way. Make way for this new holiday, y'all. Oh my god. <laughs> Black Friday the first. Black Friday, Wakanda forever. That could be Black Yep, 100%. You standing outside exactly. of Walmart. Wakanda forever! Everything gonna be alright. Everything right. gonna be discounted. <laughs> right. <laughs> um... Everything gonna be Before all right. We get off of talking about what, what kind of forever because we got so much other shit. Fuck. Do you want to talk about the whole hashtag recast T'Challa conversation that resparked after around the time of the trailer dropping? Yeah, we can address it real quick. Uh, as we're talking about this, one, I remember at first I was like, yeah, I think they should recast. And I was like, excited of the notion of who would play T'Challa after him but kind of us talking and re and re living that arc especially internally and seeing where tachana tachala started and where he was by the end of black panther one i was like man i would really like to see that guy in that face continue on his journey to being the best man and king he's gonna be and i felt like because do you remember how weird it felt? I don't know if you've had this feeling, but how weird it felt watching Iron Man 1, getting excited for Terrence Howard to become War Machine, yeah. and then coming back and it's Don Cheeto. I'm like, yeah, I remember that. He technically did it, but it's yeah, not the same. You I know? think what drive, makes that one particularly worse is because he literally says, next time, baby. Right. Right. 100%. And go Bino next and I, time, like, baby. Ugh. <laughs> not in this right. universe but i feel like if we were to see the trajectory of t'challa's arc and it's a different person i feel like it would also feel weird so you know and and you know it's it's part of life you know death does happen and you know how do we recover from that and granted could they have told more stories with the new t'challa yes but i'm curious to see with the hands they've been dealt, how they're going to proceed and how they're going to further this version of Rakanda and this universe with those cards. And like, if, if it is Shiri or if it is somebody else, how would that person in black Panther move and, and behave within that role? Yeah. And the thing about it is that what's built into the mythology of black Panther is like, it's not only one dude, there's been multiple black exactly. Panthers. It's a exactly. mantle. T'Challa is the main person we've known to have yeah, that mantle. It's, it's always but been a mantle. It is a mantle. Exactly. 
so, you know, they, there doesn't have to only be a T'Challa. So I think that people tripping this late in the game are goofy and they need to just get over it because you're not going to change anything. They're going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. We'll just go back and refilm the movie we just filmed for fucking nine months that, that hurt our hearts to film. Like, no, bro. Get over it. It's not going to happen. Apparently on uh, the call sheets, there was never a number one because Chadwick was always going to be. Oh, wow. They never changed it. I'm like, that's, yeah, that's crazy. Um, Oh, no, I'm I'm really excited. There seems to be a lot of heart behind it. I mean, I think going off the recast of Chala things, like, I'm not, I didn't hate the idea. I just was more. I wanted them to kind of stick to their guns. It's like, I, I understand it's a character and I, I know, I think even his brother said they would have wanted him to recast, but at the same time, I'm just like, yeah, but there's, there's a couple that very much embody their characters. Like I'd say, uh, you know, RDJ, of course, um, Tom Holland is up there. Damn near. I mean, like he, Mondolani. without a shadow of a doubt. Um, Probably put Chadwick up there. Yeah. Just, when, I, when I think the face, when, I mean, like when I was looking for the, the toys, even the re-release, it's still Chadwick's face. Like they don't have a lot of helmetless Black Panther action figures. So the ones that they do have is Chadwick's face. It's not like Spider-Man where we have a shit ton of different Peter Parkers that have been around since the 60s. The only action figures you're going to see of Black Panther with a face, it's probably Chadwick's face in different shades of brown. He's, <laughs> you know, better or worse. Right. He's the one we got, and we really liked him, and now he's gone. And so the only way I think... Stay with me here. There is, there is a way to kind of have your cake and eat it too. But it is also kind of a cop out. Um, Diverse, yes. But the way I can see you doing it is if they do decide to do mutants, also from like an incursion or from another world or whatever. Following what we'll get to later, Secret Wars and shit like that. You can have a universe where Storm and Black Panther are already married. And it's a different Black Panther and a different Storm. It doesn't matter because it's not the mainline universe. But then you get I... get your new T'Challa and it's already pre-established with a Storm. And there it is. Or it's their kid. Yeah. Or they have a kid. I would not be And they pick that. it up. Or they have a like, kid. Like the, it, it's like what they did with the, the uh, Reed Richards variant. He has a wife. Oh, does he? Yeah. He mentioned it in Multiverse of Madness. Oh, you're right. You're right. So yeah. it's like, I don't know. I thought you were talking about comics. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> whether it be short term or long term, that is a door that you have opened. You have to be very, very, very particular how you do that. Because it, it is a very easy thing to fuck up and make it tasteless. So to make it taste full, it's like, so you, you, it, Essentially, you might have to treat it like that one, where it's like, hey, like, I ha- still have to be king, but my son does not desire to be king. 
here, another universe. Let's boom. I have a Black Panther for the Young Avengers. Or, or if you if you don't want uh, Letitia Wright to stay, which I, I don't know what they're going to do with her if she ends up being Black Panther or not. So up in the air. Um, I'm curious to see like because now it's confirmed there's going to be a new Black Panther within this yes. movie. I'm wondering how they're going to tackle the arc of what is it to mean to be a good panther and a good ruler, mm-hmm. you know, cause after if they've, cause I feel like, yeah, cause, just whole, cause your panther doesn't mean you're the king. whole thing about the first one. That's true. That's true. But I think the whole thing with the first one was about the inheritance of right. that role, both as black panther right. and King. And that was the whole premise. And now one movie later, we've lost that, that character and that actor who, who did have that arc? So, what are, you, are we going to have that arc again with just a new character? I'm just wondering, curious how they. Yeah, you, I mean, you basically, if the ca- if the leads of this movie are now the supporting cast, what will the arc be for the cast? Because you you're essentially ma- making a story arc for like seven people, which isn't impossible. I hope it's a long movie. I hope we get like a two thirty. 245 Wakanda forever. I wouldn't mind it. I'd be fine with that. We'll, we'll probably know the, the runtime in the next couple months, too. Yeah. So August. about to be August, September, October, November. Four mm-hmm. months. Maybe they shouldn't. Four mm-hmm. months. Okay. So. Yeah, we only got She-Hulk and then that. Yep. So, next one I think on the docket is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. That's February 2023. Uh... I mean, we got a we got a promo poster showing how Kang looks, and they they do have a trailer cut leaked. It's just not finished. Um, I'm intrigued. Did you? Did I watch it? Yes, I watched it. Um, I watched it too. Yeah, <laughs> I watched I watched that one and the Guardians one. Oh yeah, so did I. Um, so I mean, curious. I don't know what else to say. I'm I'm excited to see. I mean, he didn't really look like he didn't look like hanging the no. trailer. I'm like, oh, that is a as a facial hairless Jonathan yeah, Matrix. But, but I think, okay, I'm like, I think we you, saw him like earlier so good. Uh, in the full regalia, but it was like from a distance. Shit. Oh, okay. I could be wrong, but who well, haven't been scrubbed from the internet? I mean, need to take another gander yeah, at that. So, um, I don't know. I mean intrigued to, to see what you're going to do with Kang because this is going to be like your big it's going to unintentionally be a pretty big linchpin movie especially if you're introducing like the Kang um, so, mm-hmm. and definitely with a Kang conspiracy and shit it's like what is this this is going to be a very big important movie and I, I'm wondering what the fuck they're going to do with it um, Secret Invasion Sam Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn returning as Nick Fury and Talos. That's spring 2023. And I like the logo. Uh, again, not a lot to go on. Um, I guess I, I, I'm... Yeah, that one didn't. I, I'm curious of Luke's thoughts about it, but... Yeah, I'm curious. I'm, I'm, from everything I've heard, it seems very exciting. Yeah. Like a more serious kind of closer to the tone of Winter Soldier yeah, yeah. kind of show. A spy thriller show, I think, is a is a good idea. It's not a bad idea for the premise. 
and I love I love the cast. So I can't imagine what not liking it. So yeah, whenever that comes out, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm hyped for that one. Uh, Guardians Volume Three. That looks good. Yeah, that I want to actually. I like their new costumes. Yeah, more comic Will Poulter will have to grow on me. Not not because of his acting. Same. Uh, I didn't like his face. He didn't look like he didn't look Adam Warlock. Yeah. Or like maybe there wasn't enough gold on him. Yeah. Like the high evolutionary casting, I like. Um, because that's the old boy from from Peacemaker, and we that was the rumor swirling around uh for a while anyway. So I'm happy that he's working. He's he's to grow on uh, me. His costume felt very Power Rangers about, to uh, me. High evolutionary or, or Adam Warlock. High evolution. When he came out of Comic Con, I don't think I saw the the anything it was outfit looked like, but yeah, it's like yeah, he had like a he had like a purple Ivan Ooze kind of outfit on. Very very. Uh, imagine like his outfit looked like a purple version of uh, Apocalypse from X Men Apocalypse, and he had like a bald mm-hmm. head. He just like, and then he didn't come across that threatening to me, but granted, he was just, like, at Comic-Con in front of, like, a ton of people, so maybe it'll come across a little better in the movie. But, yeah, I would say outside of that, what they were saying about it, and this is, like, James Gunn's definitive final ending for these characters and these this version of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I was like, damn, we're en- it's crazy. We're ending their adventures even before we get to whatever the next... Avengers yeah. big crossover thing is. I'm like, okay. So he definitely, you know, he made his, he set out to make these characters his thing and he just allowed them to play in the big crossover thing, but he's going to finish it yep. on his own terms. Which is like, okay. All right, I can respect that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not All a right. huge fan of Guardians too, but I mean, artistically, follow through. No, I'm. It's not my favorite. It grew on me because I hope. The only thing that got me a little concerned is that Will Poulter said it's funnier than the other ones. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, oh, it's going to be super duper jokey because I kind of want us to like end this trilogy off with a bang. But it looks like it's, it looks like it's going to be emotional. Like from what, the music in the trailer to, you know, us actually digging into Rocket's past. So that should be. Be and, uh, and I know plenty of people that are uh, excited by that just because I, I know a lot of people love that fucking dust ball that of a trash panda that is you know rocket raccoon i'm a very anti-raccoon <laughs> nigga this is like this. i can tell you just not you just ain't fucking with the raccoon Pe- like that. people they, people like, that what are they, what do they do they dig through garbage and throw shit everywhere they're annoying as hell i don't like them it's like I, <laughs> here's the thing Mo, uh, a good amount of people that like raccoons actually haven't interacted with raccoons so like one of my friends recently camping this is just my side note we'll get back but um they went camping and they're just like oh i see why you hate raccoons now will i'm like yeah because they fucking suck <laughs> with their little black paws and their their yeah, they're nigga thieves like <laughs> um, garbage yeah. thieves the only time the only time rac- raccoons were What's funny that? is a raccoon raccoon <laughs> Rakakuni and Rock and Raccoon. Raccoon is Rakakuni. Yeah, how'd you feel about them announcing the homegirl from Borat 2 as Cosmo the dog? That was random cat. Uh, I mean, it's fine. It's it's probably not what I would have picked for Cosmo. 
Yeah, like I always imagine Cosmo as a, a Russian dude yeah. dog, but I, I mean, like, that's eh, cool. I guess that's cool too. But yeah, I would have, you know, one of the guys from like Stranger Things or something like that. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, prior to Guardians 1, I always imagined Rocket as like a Cockney. That's so, with like a, uh, like a British raccoon so with a Cockney that's accent. That's the Earth Heroes. No, that's the comics too. Because that was that's the comics too. Yeah. Or, yeah, they pulled that, him talking like that, from Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Oh, no, Earth's Mightiest Heroes pulled it from the comics. But then I'm used to the way Rocket talks now. So I'm like, okay, they picked, like, guy from the city yeah. kind of thing. Which, that works for me. So who knows what she's going to do with Cosmo in the movie. So, yeah, we just got to wait and see on that. But she apparently she played Cosmo on set, too. Huh. She's like, huh. On all fours or whatever? They got a whole... I guess so. Yeah, she did the voice and was her on set. So I'm like, okay. I mean, she's used to doing physical stuff. If you ever saw Borat too, so I'm curious to see how that's gonna pan out. Yeah, cool. But yeah, they got a big roster this time because who is who's our team? So we got our original five. Wonderful. Gamora's in it, but she's not part of the Guardians. So, but Peter Quill, Rocket, Groot, Drax, Gamora, uh, Nebula, Kraglin, Adam Warlock, Cosmo. And Mantis. Does it say Mantis already? I think so. Okay, so we got nine. We got four new and people on this team. And the Ravagers. Because that's who uh, Gamora is leading. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely yeah. curious what the themes are going to be after seeing what we saw in the trailer. But I do like the fact that they have more comic accurate outfits now, too. Oh, me too. Um, that should be exciting. And yeah. sad. Yeah, I'm betting this one's going to have some big sad moments. Uh, Echo, summer 2023. All right. I have no interest or care about this property until I see some yeah, content. I, I need. It. Give me a trailer. I need. Me I, I need uh, this is going to be the, the. So far, the first case of how are you going to justify your own existence? Yep. Because like they 100%. greenlit this like I think before Hawkeye premiered. I'm like, what did you see? That we don't know. <laughs> Clearly right. something. I like I don't even know who the showrunner is on this shit. Um, I I don't think it will be bad. It is just a case of it's not a character that a lot of people know. So um, mm-hmm. Loki season two, summer 2023. Okay. Probably just more shit, more adventures. So, I don't know. You, you have any thoughts on Loki season three? Yeah. Season two. Season two. My bad. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for it. Like I said, I, I really loved Loki the first season. Um, I didn't think I had a weak episode. My personal experience watching it, I loved everyone that I saw. And yeah, I look forward to seeing more Mobius and more Loki and seeing how their t- entanglements with Kang kind of affect everything else. And I look forward to the eventual head we have to get with the reuniting of this new Loki and Thor. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that'll happen in the, in the Avengers movie. Yeah. Cause the Loki will be a very different guy by the time we get to that big old crossover. I agree. Uh, yeah. So, you know, just a costly optimistic. I just, I'm entertained and I like it. Uh, Played November 3rd, 2023. We officially have a date. 
Uh, we didn't get any confirmation of who the villain is, but I mean, it, you know, I'm excited. Can't wait. It's filming right now, I believe. So, so we'll get more news in due time. I don't know. You, you got any thoughts for Blade? Uh, well, we don't know if Anthony Starr is going to be not. in it. <laughs> they didn't say shit about it. I imagine we're going to get more at, at D23 because like, they had to save some for them. They couldn't give us all. I feel like they didn't really announce a whole lot of new stuff. They just showed a lot of footage, not some dates. But I feel like the announcement announcements are coming right. at D23. And, uh, I mean, he, he could be Dracula. He could be Dr. Doom. We, we, we just don't know. We don't know. We don't know. But um, I'm looking yeah. forward to Blade. To be 100% honest with you, I've actually... I've actually never seen the original play oh, movies. It, the first two were good. The third one I enjoy, but it's not <laughs> particularly great. So after we watch, after watch those at some point, well, they, and yeah, I'm looking forward to how like Marvel said, does like theirs. The grandfather of the MCU. So yeah, you know everybody loves Wesley Snipes as the role. So I have to watch those. I have to yeah. watch those films. Uh, See what's next. Ironheart, which we already got Riri Williams appearing in Wakanda Forever. So fall twenty twenty three, she's getting her own show. So uh, I will tell you how I feel once I've seen Black. Yeah, Panther basically. Too. I mean, I I trust Dominique Thorne as an actress. I need to see who's gonna be behind this and some more uh, footage. They're already filming. They're filming in okay. Chicago right now. So, which I mean, that's where it takes place. So it makes sense. Um. Yeah, I need to see how how it's written because I, I I've read Ironheart comics. It didn't particularly leave an impact, so we'll see. Um, oh, here's an interesting one: Agatha, Coven of Chaos. We got a cha- name change. It used to be House of Harkness. Enter twenty twenty three. We have the Coven of Chaos. Um, and uh, they love their alliteration. I, I love it too, but we. Again, another example of justifying your own existence. Don't get me wrong. I like Agatha Harkness. But what? But how does your shit tie into anything? And what why is should it we about care? when essentially Wanda pulled still to this day, one of the most gruesome things she did along with killing the Illuminati of trapping a woman inside her own mind? Yeah. No, it's extremely it fucked up. up. It's still... Ugh. Thinking about it just makes my spine chill. <laughs> but how's she going to get out of that? And is this going to be a prequel show? Is it going to be modern day? Those are the questions. Are they going to try to make this woman the new protagonist? Stop, like, stop trying to redeem these these villains. Let some people be evil. Some people just suck. Right. And I like Agatha. Right. Maybe she just sucks. Maybe she's just trash, bro. Maybe she just sucks. You no, know, we're not out here trying to revive... Uh, what's his face from Dark World? Malekith. <laughs> some just let some people be right. bad. No, this man's the only bad villain who just was bad for bad right. sake. Got to give him respect for that. So here's another. He just wanted yeah. power. <laughs> maybe it was maybe it was just evil, bro. You think about that? Um, right. Maybe I just don't like people. <laughs> Shit. I just I just don't <laughs> like you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so next up we have Daredevil Born Again. 
uh, Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio return is Matt Mordock and Wilson Fisk. It's coming spring 2024, and that was the other bit of information. It is 18 episodes. I am very nervous about that. What fucking story are you going to tell over uh, 18 episodes? I was talking with Cole about this, and he said, well, maybe they'll do several arcs. I'm like, okay, but are you treating this like this the first and last time you'll have the show? We said first season, but yeah, the fact that it is this long makes me a little suspicious. Like, is he like, not coming back? Like, y'all are longer than way other. Yeah, y'all are way longer than any other streaming service show. Y'all trying? Y'all bringing it back to like some ABC kind of shit? Some 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 daytime or some some TGIF twenty two right. episode type of runtime? I'm like, okay, how are we gonna make this interesting for this long? So maybe they do go more episodic and more just like separate on the ground kind of show that doesn't really take place or, or doesn't really have any effect on the MCU. It's really just its own thing. Just Daredevil being Daredevil, which will probably have some cameos from some people yeah, along I mean, the way. Of course. I'm, I'm hoping for just like a good street level narrative, but I'm hoping that they don't fixate too much on the Daredevil uh, fit, Kingpin stuff only because... I kind of want resolution for that bullseye thread. And I also am curious what they're going to do with like the other characters, like heroes for hire and Electra and Punisher. It's like, is, is this going to be daredevil or is this going to be daredevil and friends? And I think if it's 18 episodes, maybe it'll be more of that ladder, which I'm not opposed, but again, it all comes down to how you handle it. And that was what we were worried about is like this new show running writing duo has a mixed track record. I have a theory. I imagine I, I have to imagine it's like a for so, a season four slash soft reboot where like the events of what happened technically still happen, but they happen within the M- MCU of like what we know it to be. You know, like we'll actually see reference to these other, to these other things, but all the stuff that still happened in Daredevil Which, still happens. To be happens. fair, that's not hard to do because most of those shows were street level. So it's like you, it doesn't require right. a lot on, on part of the viewer nor the the like talent. It just softly, it's not even a retcon, I guess. Fully, it's more like a retcanon. But bro, I was mad. I was more upset when we find out we're not getting a season three of Luke Cage, more so than not a season four of Daredevil. Mm. Yeah, Luke. Luke Cage. Did you watch? Did you watch I season did. two that of Luke one, Cage? You just reminded me that cliffhanger was crazy. Right, he's running the Cotton Club now. I'm like, what? We're not going to get any resolution to that? That's wild. Like, you essentially made Luke Cage the bad guy. And then you're like, oh, yep. it's canceled. He's just going to be, he's going to run the club and be resolution. a crime boss now. Bitch, you got a whole <laughs> lot of nerve asking me to answer these questions that you naturally had. <laughs> right. He's taking the crime boss position, and that's how life is. Goodbye. The show is over now. And then all of Harlem was safe. Right? <laughs> not all heroes show good. By any <laughs> Hall of Harlem was safe forever, by, right? By any means necessary, literally. Um, right. What we got next? I was curious to see where Iron Fist was going to go. I, I was too. I, I thought season two. I thought season two was, was my, better than season one. I was like, they're getting I, somewhere. I want my daughter to the Dragon Show still. I don't really care about art. I don't really care about I Iron Fist coming back because the best part of that show was Colleen Wing, anyways. And then Misty Knight is just the best. True. So give me that Daughters of the Dragon show ASAP. Um, if you want to bring in Danny Rand with Chi Bullets, okay. 
I'm not opposed. <laughs> I think he just got access to both of his hands by the end. Because if I remember correctly, season... Was that two? I think, yeah, season two of Iron Fist had a time jump. And they were, like, in China or something. And he had access to both of his fists. I'm like, oh, bro. Like, both of those shows got cut off before yeah. they started to get good. Basically. Which is a damn shame. And I think Jessica Jones had, like, its ending. I think they are like, this is the final season, yeah, and that's uh, it. Which... But we could have come back if I we wanted to. Still didn't finish the uh, third season of Jessica Jones. Maybe I'll get to it someday. What? Bro, finish that okay. show. It's actually I'll good. get to it eventually. It's four or five minute episodes. I don't. Hey, bro. Yeah. I don't blame you. There's a lot of there's a lot of yeah, shows. It's not that I think it's bad, there. but there's a lot of this, exactly like you said. It's a lot of content to get to. Um, Captain America: New World Order, May third, twenty twenty four. I am very interested in this, which we knew this like a day before, uh, just by happenstance, like some of the news leaked. But nonetheless, I still am like, um, I'm still excited. I like the logo. I think that's really cool. New World Order certainly has a lot of implications to it. Um, it's very uh, um, I don't know, like fascist. <laughs> I feel like he's. I feel like he's. Yeah, I feel like Sam no, is totally. fascism with this one. New World yeah. Order. Yeah, it's it's oh, it's giving Nazi. Oh, bro! I'm gonna throw a, a theory out of left field. What if this movie is the return of the Red Skull? It could be. Yeah, it's the first time it's <laughs> happened. Look, Nazis have a tendency to keep coming back even when we don't want them. So, yeah, yeah ain't that like the, the truth. I'm trying to think about yeah. why that term rings a bell. Uh, oh bro what if it's like (laughs) bro what if it's like the raid no listen listen what if it's like the raid right and and sam wilson captain america has to go in but he has to stop the red skull who's taking over the capital okay but here's the so two things one new world order is apparently the uh the name of the first episode of falcon falcon and winter soldier is it really uh, okay and the new world order is a conspiracy theory which hypothesizes a secretly emerging totalitarian world government. Okay, so this has to do with that shit mm. that Agent 13 was doing. I yeah, can definitely co- see that. Common themes in New World Order is that a secretive power elite with a globalist agenda is conspiring to eventually rule the world through an authoritarian one world government. This sounds like Nazis. Wait, wait, the, uh, yeah, one world. The name of those, uh, the motherfuckers. Fla- no, Were the flag smashers. Flag smashers, yeah. But there, I could see their that. Motto? Yeah, it does seem like a film yeah. continuation. One wasn't world. There, like one world, or whatever. Well, yeah, because they're trying to flag, flash, uh, smash flags, trying to create unity within the world. So it makes sense. New world order. Okay. So it is fascist. What's her name? The, the girl from it. it. She dies a martyr. Yeah, I, I guess. What's her slogan? One world, one people. 
Oh. One world, one people, was, new yeah, world order. That's new world order shit. Okay. So we have an idea of what's going on here. Um, Maybe. Slightly. Especially with a black Captain America. Uh, this is going to be some conspiracy, anti-fascist uh, shit going on. Not anti-fascist. They're, they're going to be the fascists. Captain America has to be the anti-fascist. Uh, yeah, I'm, no, I'm really curious. Got some Nazis in the face. Uh, I feel like this is the movie that's going to cement Anthony Mackie's role as Captain okay, America. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I feel like he 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 was just introduced in that last one, but I feel like this one's going to be like the one that's like, okay, I fully accept yeah. this guy's cap now. I mean, granted, I did before, did too, but, but this is for a lot of people that may not really follow the shows as much. They're going to have to like this is going to be the one where he has to earn it. He, he's not, yeah, and that's the mm-hmm. thing is like, you know, even when in the show, because that was the whole thing with his arc is him believing that he was worthy. Um, but now I think you deal with the court of public opinion. Do they believe he's worthy? Especially if U.S. agent is running around and yeah. that also leads into the next movie, July 26th, 2024, we get Thunderbolt. So that's two months afterwards. Oh, okay. And I like the fact that he's just a man. I think that's he doesn't have the super soldier serum, and they kind of do you know what they. So I'm curious. What? Oh, I was gonna say. Do you know what they call uh, all Captain Falcon on on Twitter? Nigga bird. What? Nigga bird. Not blacked in America. Call him Bucky and Nigga bird. I'm like, like that's cold as hell. <laughs> You're not wrong, but it's but it's mean. Damn. <laughs> Out of line, uh, but it's right. Out of line. He's right. <laughs> go, nigga bird, go. Go, nigga bird, go, nigga. <laughs> hey, it's the it's like, you know what? Just call me. Go, nigga bird, go, nigga bird, go, go, go. go. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd rather be a black falcon than nigga bird. Right. <laughs> it's the American nigga bird. So a crow? <laughs> is that what he is to you? He's a crow? crow? I don't know. All I know is right. All I know is they need to change that man's outfit. Yeah, they, gotta, shit. they gotta. It's a little too bright. It some. It's got to have a couple like upgrades so that look. I mean, they did it with the. They did it with Spider-Man Bro. outfit with No Way Home. If they just replace. All the white parts with black, it would be an infinitely right, better costume. I don't know if they're going to do all that. But, um, do you have any thoughts about Thunderbolts? I mean, if it's following right after New World Order, I think they're connected. Um, I think one. I think those two are honest, connected. I, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't doubt that in the slightest. But I think I need to see who, they, who the roster is before I get. Excited I we have a fair it. idea. It's like you know, U.S. Agent Baron Zemo, probably Ghost uh, Abomination. Um, but like, why would ghosts be a part of it? I mean, she was part of Shield. Elena, makes sense for sure. Yeah, Elena for sure. Abomination, I could see. Essentially, everybody who kind of has their own parallel to the original Avengers. So we have a Widow. We have a Hulk. Um. Oh, what's yeah. what's the motherfucker's name in the jail? Um. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. That's your, that's your Stark. 
you have your oh, US wow. agent that's cap. Uh I would love Sam Rockwell to come back for this. I would too. I would he was so really, happy. Like all things considered, I think he was kind of underutilized actually in Iron Man 2. I think too. Like bring Gore's ass back. Make him part of the Thunderbolts. Sure, why not? <laughs> bring him back to life. Give Christian Bale right. a second chance because he's too good for this world. Um and then we got November eighth, twenty twenty four. So I I did call the year, but I missed the month because I think I was saying July. No, I was saying April. Um, four four four. Twenty 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 four. Yeah, just like makes, that sense. makes sense. So that's Fantastic Four. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of... But what is the month again? November. What is it? The release date? Eleven twenty four. November. Less the only way I can okay. see, see that is uh, 11 is two ones and eight divided by two is four, <laughs> right? When you think about it, Galaxy, it's actually, Galaxy, all connect- brain shit. Um, yeah, we don't, we don't have a cast, we don't even have a director, we we don't have shit. It just really comes out and it comes out in two years. I got, yeah, we got a logo, we got plenty of time. <laughs> we got two years. Um, talking in a group chat earlier though they were saying do you think we'll have a black read because kang is black and um so so uh, and kang is a richards um and i'm like i kind of don't Mm -hmm. want him to be because fun fact you can have white ancestors and be black i have two of them and many more so so. didn't you say cheaty you wanted cheaty to be panther I'm going to see, uh, to be read. He, he's in my top three. Yeah. Um, but one that caught us the okay. fuck off guard though, was, um, homeboy from you. Yeah. That'd be, be really good though. He'd be that'd really be good. Like good. ultimate read. He would be. Um, he would yeah, be a great read. Uh, yeah. God, the more I think about it, it's like, he'd be really good. Did you ever watch the show Hannibal? No. So, but, but you're talking about the actor for Will. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. If, oh, maybe a good read. He could be a good read, but I think he'd make a better Bruce Banner. Damn, he would be a good. Well, looks wise, he looks he looks like Bruce. Acting wise, he's definitely a great I, mean, Bruce. I I believe you. I heard good things about Hannibal. Never saw any issues with like his acting. So, okay. Mm. So, phase six this is the end of this list. We have Avengers, God, five. Kang Dynasty, May 2nd, 2025, directed by uh, as a, yes, the Graydon. director of Shang-Chi. We have a logo, uh, which, the way I feel so fucking validated, calling that Kang was going to be one of the next big villains back in like 2017, I think. I need to go. I've been calling oh, this really? shit for years. Years ago, I was like, it's going to be Kang. I don't know why, but that makes sense. Guess who was right? I need, I need to yeah. find like the evidence of that shit, but it did happen. I've been saying it was going to be Kang for the longest time. Kang is the type of person that goes back in time and fucks around with stuff. And this is before all the time travel shenanigans. I was just saying, it's like, I think after Avengers, they should do Kang. I don't know why. He's just a weird dickhead, but it feels right. But, um, I feel like if they are doing the King Dynasty, I, I don't think it's coincidence that we're getting 
uh, that movie and Fantastic Four no. a year no, apart it, from it each other. No, it can't be. Um, actually, less than a year. It's uh, seven months. One is November and one is May. So, huh. so, but yeah, I mean, Kang is a Richards, and they've already said that. The thing is, between now and Kang, I keep wanting to call it the Kang conspiracy. That's something else. Uh, the Kang dynasty. Um, you're gonna have to do a lot of work. Not saying that Jonathan Majors absolutely has the chops to pull it off. They're gonna have to do a lot of work to kind of fill in those gaps with stuff like Loki, season two, and Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, two or Quantumania, um, and whatever other projects he could potentially arrive in, maybe Ironheart or, uh, you know, Armor Wars. But, um, yeah, so that's the first one. And then, which also, we had, like, seven other blank spots, too, for Phase 6, mind you. So there's a bunch of stuff we're missing, including, like, Deadpool 3. Yeah. Uh, X-Men, Spider-Man 4. Um, there's a lot of shit there that just isn't. Armor, Armor Wars. Wars. That's at least three things that we don't know where they're going to go. Wonder Man. Yeah, that's true. Wonder Man since so four. Um, Planet Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't think they're going to do that one. Probably not. Uh, but yeah, uh, six months after that, this is one of the things that gives me pause. November 7th, 2025, um, get Avengers Secret Wars. I'm, I don't think it's gonna happen. I'm not, I don't think it's gonna happen I, that close together. I, I don't think they're gonna end up moving. I'm it. hoping they move it. We have a long time because you know we're looking at 2025. Um, it should move it. it. Should a year? I feel like that close together. I think the anticipation for Endgame was the fact that we had to wait a whole ass year. Like I, we're all like grumbling about like oh we have to wait a whole year, so but like better. that's what we want. The way, yeah, one of my really favorite did. things was um, so we for Mother's Day, the best worst gift to give my mother is we took her to see Avengers and uh, to see uh, Infinity War when it came out. She saw Endgame with me, but um, we took her to see Infinity War, and I love the ending to Infinity War to this day. It's probably one of my one of my favorite film endings because the villain wins mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't feel um. Like bitter, like it. It doesn't feel like a fuck you yeah. to the audience. It feels like he, it feels earned. No, you know, and complete. So the whole MCU could have stopped there, and I would have been satisfied. It's like, wow, they did all that work and lost, and he earned that win. Like we see him struggle in that fight the whole time. We see him seek the stones the whole movie. So it's like, yeah, it was earned. That's why I really like that. Um, she she got to the end and she's like what that's it she was furious she was mad for a <laughs> year straight and she would rewatch the movie but skip the she wouldn't watch the last 10 minutes because it made her upset <laughs> for a year she was hate watching infinity war and it was one of the funniest fucking things because i love the ending she was furious and so upset until we got to end game and then you know we both had a good old time but, um yeah secret wars uh mm-hmm. here's one do we think 
who do we think they're going to get to direct this? Because I remember the Russos saying way back that they wouldn't mind being tapped to do it. But I, oh. yeah, I think they said it back when uh, Endgame released. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Who would they get I, to do I it? I don't want. I, <laughs> Imagine Feige. <laughs> Feige I'd be doesn't okay with that, actually. I'd be curious. <laughs> He's been, you know, he's been in the game long enough. He can oh, pick some God. stuff up, but I, uh. Directed by Kevin Feige. Oh, fuck. He's oh, doing it himself. Fuck. He pulled it down. I am the Marvel now. <laughs> um, right. I don't want to be Taika. Uh, honestly, oh, get, get, no, you don't no, get him no. for Fantastic Four, get the Daniels to do it. Hmm. They're not bad. No, yeah, it'd be reverent to be the but, the Fantastic yeah. Four directors, but um, no, you you, you need somebody okay. that like gets people but can handle scale. Yeah, uh, and that yeah, Daniels that's a bit trip. maybe depending on how the Marvels goes, maybe Nia DaCosta. Mm. Yeah, no, I need to see. I need to. We've seen something from Ms. Marvel. Yeah, because like the Marvels. I feel like it's going to be way better. I do. Too. I, I mean, instinctually. Yeah, the, the bar for Captain Marvel is pretty low, so the Marvels can't. Yeah, so, it know, is pretty low. Like, yeah, it can't, right. it can't be too much worse. So, may, at, at the least, I, I know we have like differing opinions on Candyman, but at the least. Cinematography and directing for uh, Candyman, I thought was great. Oh, I agree. The, the I content agree of it point. is, you know, it's debatable for uh, for other people. It's just like, but I think directing wise, like she, maybe her. Plus, you know, Marvel might want to bank off. Oh, we have a black director directing the big ensemble movie. Aren't you gonna come see it? Uh, it imagine if Do it was Kubler think- and DaCosta. <laughs> Whoa, that would be cool. I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't either. I'd be, I, I, I'd be curious to see, like, I want to see him in, like, a round table or something just to talk about, like, styles and shit. What if what if they bring back Joss Whedon? I think he's blackballed for the time being. It crossed my <laughs> yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah. And I think that'd be, like, left field as fuck if I was like, nah, he's, he's in too much shit uh, now. They, wouldn't, they couldn't do it. I don't think they would, they would do it. Uh, what? It's like Kevin Feige comes out, it's like, and we'd like to announce the director for Secret Wars, someone you might have heard of before. Yeah, uh, it's not his first turnaround working on a project with a lot of heroes in it. Zack Snyder. Ugh. Just the crowd just bursts oh. into flames. <laughs> I do. What if they're like? I, I don't want that. I don't like Zack Snyder <laughs> really excited. as a director, but of course not. That'd be funny as fuck, bro. What field as fuck? We're excited to announce the, the new director of Avengers: Kevin Infinity Smith. War. We've directed. We've worked. We <laughs> we've worked with this actor. We've worked with this director in the past, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for Edgar oh, Wright. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> don't hate it. Don't hate oh, it. I, I need right. To- I don't think they would do it. I don't think I don't he'd do it. it. No. No, that's what I meant. No, that's what I said. Yeah, I don't think it's Ava. It. It's Ava DuVernay. No, ooh, he couldn't get new ooh. gods. 
Yo, yo, you know who I could could see do it? Oh shit, he might be a little tied up, but I could imagine them bringing back John Favreau to do it. I'd be okay with that actually. I like Favreau's directing for the most part. I, I've I've never. Uh, but the man who started the MCU to end a saga, I think he could do. I it. think he could. I mean, he's he's a great director. It's not an exciting choice, but I think that I think he, I he think could the thing they were probably movie. lacking is probably um. Don't get me wrong, I I really uh like I love his movies. Um, like Chef is is a really fun time, but yeah, like you said, um, there's not a lot of personality per se with his directing. Ryan Johnson's Avengers right. sequel. Well, Wars. it'd look good. Look great. Look fantastic because he, you know, he look great. He's good at picking up, yeah, like Knives Out and Last Jedi and Looper. All have like good direction, uh, cinematographers. <laughs> Steven Spielberg's Avengers. Well, I mean, that was the rumor too is that they're trying to get him for F four, and I'm like, why? It's not a yeah, it's not a bad pick, yeah. but it depends what story you're trying to do with it. The Spielberg. No, he hasn't done a lot of movies set in the present recently, has he? I get. Oh no, Ready Player One. I guess. I guess. Bro, what if like, <laughs> what if like in a tale of irony, Eric Kripke is now directing Avengers: Secret Wars? I wouldn't hate it. He's not a director, right? He's only a showrunner. I'm pretty sure. It, does I'm he pretty direct sure. too? I mean, if you showrun, I feel like to some capacity you have to know how to direct. Um, I'd also be like an out mm. there, yeah. unexpected choice. Um, Denzel Washington directing Avengers Secret Wars. <laughs> Ladies and George Clooney directing Martin Scorsese's Avengers, Avengers Secret Wars. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, y'all, man, that's good. That's hilarious. I would die if that was if oh, who God, directed the movie or Ridley Scott's Ridley Scott's Jesus Avengers Christ. Infinity War or, or Avengers Christ. Secret Wars with as much shit as he oh, was talking to James too. Cameron's Avengers Secret Wars. <laughs> oh, no, bro, we ain't we can get no, that shit for another 15 not, years. That shit would be. They announced it. Oh, okay. All right. So we pause in the MCU. Like, right, oh, right, right, right. We all want okay, cool. He's gonna go. He's, want, he's gonna go. Take a break, didn't you? Have James Cameron direct it. You ain't gonna see shit for a decade. Right. Like, damn, I forgot the MCU exactly. was a thing at this they point. They come out with a banger. <laughs> and then he gonna announce at the end of the movie he shot six more. Like, <laughs> it's right. a six part movie. How long is it all together? It's like a cool fourteen hours. <laughs> How long is it all together? It's a cool twelve years. You know, yeah, we're gonna spend twelve years. Yes, you will watch did, this movie for twelve years epic? before you know how it ends. <laughs> he said, "Secret." That's my secret. <laughs> you can't ban me if they're still watching the movie, right? <laughs> like, damn, that's what he was fucking hiding in that wars. Shit. I had a whole ass saga in here within a movie. 
can't be mad at him because it's good as shit. He just he incorporate the avatars into the movie, like like the Avengers go to Pandora. <laughs> That's where the Secret Wars are. If the the Secret Wars take place on Pandora, and <laughs> oh man, it'd be funny as shit. I mean, it, technically, it could be a planet. You get the Dormo, you get the Dormalaje fighting with the Navi. You get the... <laughs> we done this shit before. I, I know. <laughs> Oh, I know, I know how to fight a blue motherfucker. I killed these roads. I killed these niggas before. God damn. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, this is going to be another two-part of it spliced in half because the second part put this in at over four hours. So what we're not going to do is that. But just make sure you follow us on socials. Don't forget to hashtag Ask Ace if you want your question answered live on the show. Don't forget to like the show, share the show, turn on notifications, rate the show five stars, and we will see you actually in a couple days. So yeah, be great to one another, and I will see you guys then.